and we are live. Hey, concrete. Hey, Danny girl. What's good? Which uh, girl? My my vision is so blurry right now, so I cannot really see that well. I gotta get uh -oh. some glasses, girl. It's I'm like, like did I'm you like, have your eyes dilated? What's going on? I just. It's like everything is kind of blurry to me. Oh, that's so weird. A little bit. Like the words, not, you know, never mind. Okay. Just like the words and stuff is a little blurry. So well, I'm having a kind of squint. The super chats. If, if it doesn't improve, I can do that or whatever else you need me to do. Yes. Um, How's everything going with you, lady? Pretty good. How was your weekend? First off. Very, very busy. Um, I got my barbecue though. I got me a good steak. So um okay. really it was delish as always. And um everything has been everything. So, you know, I can't complain. What about you? Um, I had a very good weekend. We did a little movie date on Friday, and I don't know what I did on Saturday. I can't even remember. I think errands. And then on Sunday, um, a little bit of grilling and, you know, made some little sides and stuff like that. I had a um, beef brisket. So How's your brisket um, turn out? It, yeah, it was really good. So because we don't have a smoker, what I typically mm. do is I'll cook it most of the way in the oven. So that's what I did. And just flip it every hour in the oven, spritzing it and all the things. And then I put it on the grill for maybe like 45 minutes to get that charred grill taste. So I primarily cooked it in the oven, but it was really, really good. So yeah. Okay. Um, it was nice though. I had a pretty nice um, holiday. Okay. Excellent. 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 Well, um, we do have our guest in the building. Um, Mr. Sean Spencer is an author of the book called Chin Up, Chest Up, The Emotional Struggle of a Young Boy Becoming a Man. Um, and Sean Spencer is an emotional intel intelligence and resilience coach. So um, there's been a lot of things going on with black boys, black men, and we wanted to talk about it, especially with the story that just came out with the lady exactly. being hit by the brick. Um, we thought this would be the perfect time to talk about um, issues that plague black men and try to see if we can get down to the bottom of some things and see what's going on. So without any further ado, Mr. Sean Spencer. I wish I had like some applause, but I know <laughs> we need some sound effects. Yeah, I know. You know, this is like the cheap strange child. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the platform. Thank you, thank you um, for having me. We did a brief introduction to yeah. our audience. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do, um, and you know, do a bit of a a bit more of a formal introduction of who John Spencer is. Okay. Um, well, I'm a former, well, still a trainer, a trainer of 25 years, former professional track athlete, um, okay. mentor for young men, mostly in the past, it was more so athletes and, um, well, both men and women, but mostly on the guys, because we also had a female coach who handled the women, but, and then, you know, moved, moved from New York to LA, Rizzy from Brooklyn. Spent a lot of okay, time in the Brooklyn. area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, from Bed-Stuy. Do or die. I grew oh, up in Coney right. Island. 
Okay, Coney Island. All right, all right. Y'all, y'all doing big things this this year. So, but uh, yeah, and then moved out here to LA maybe twelve, almost twelve years ago, and it's it's been pretty good. And I decided to kind of do more transition more from the training aspect over into focusing more on the young men because I've done so much mentoring over the over the years with the young men, and I have an idea, and I've gone through my own private issues that I put within my book. So I felt it was a, the perfect time to kind of leave the training world because I, there's nothing I haven't done mm-hmm. in the training world. So other than open a gym. So I figured I'd, you know, utilize my experience, my time to helping the young men out here. And then also fill in some of the, some of the blanks for the mothers with sons. Yes, um, I think yes, that is going to be an excellent discussion because that's definitely um, what's needed. Mm-hmm. Will you tell us a little bit about your book that you wrote and what inspired you to write the book? Sure. So um, I had people telling me to write a book for years, but I never found I never found myself interesting enough to write a book about myself. But, you know, you tend to forget all the accomplishments and the things you go through through the years when you're just hustling, hustling, hustling. You forget a lot of what you've done. And it wasn't until I had a horrible, horrible breakup and I actually lost a child. It wasn't until then, after I came, after I went through my therapy, went through my recovery, came out out of it and was finally back to normal is when I decided, you know what, I need to talk about what I've been through since I was 14. And pretty much the book is it's really an autobiography. I didn't mean it to be an autobiography. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to tell the different stories about my life that could potentially help young men and help mothers of young men. But when I was done, I realized it ended up being just an autobiography because I just picked up the computer oh, wow. and started typing from 14. Oh, wow. So that's so interesting, especially because that wasn't your intent, but no, you were essentially wasn't. telling your story. Yeah. Wow. I, I had no intention of people. Oh, you should write a book about, you know, you've done this interesting and you've done this. You've overcome. I'm, like, eh, I'm not that interesting. And then <laughs> after I recovered after the situation with the my child, it was like, okay, okay, it's time. Let's just write. Let's just see what happens. And the, I, the book, I think the book is maybe 300 something pages. Mm-hmm. I had to, I had to delete 600 pages just to make that. Oh, so there's definitely a part two coming. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Definitely. okay. Interesting. Definitely. And yeah. definitely, you guys, uh, you know, so the book is available. Is it just on your site? Is it on Amazon? And then uh, yeah, it's on Amazon. Book? It's on my site as well. Will you drop Facebook. your link in the back chat so I can Absolutely. drop it down in the chat so we can have our mods posted? Mm-hmm. Um because now we've had some people within our space. So, you know, we come from a manosphere space. And mm-hmm. we've had a lot of men, I'm not going to say a lot of men, but we've had a couple of doctors um, okay. that talk about the issues that plague black boys mm-hmm. and um, black men. And so just kind of wanting to get down to the bottom of, like I said before, mm-hmm. the incident with the lady being hit with the brick. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you've had uh, a lot of men um it's not all black men. Of course, we don't right. think that it's all black men. We don't think all black men are bad, but okay. I do want to right. talk about the ones that are. 
and okay. the issues that they generally face. And so, yeah, you know, you uh, got to kind of make a disclaimer. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, people absolutely. In, in this space. <laughs> people in our and, chat. Yeah. Speaking of <laughs> disclaimers, go. we do want to ensure that the chat is respectful. Y'all already know how it goes. You mm -hmm. can disagree with our guests, but do so in a respectful manner. Um, you know, no name calling or any type of disrespect will be tolerated. Um, just, you know, be respectful in your um, in your in your dialogue is all that we ask. Um, but I do think so. We have been working to put this together for some some time. And um, it, it just so happened that this incident happened <laughs> around the time that we were able to get it scheduled. So I feel like with all of the. Um, con the, with all of the, the videos that I'm seeing online and, you know, all of the um, unfavorable commentary that I've seen mm. from Black men, um, yeah. it, it only makes sense to talk about this topic and um, talk about it in a broader spectrum as it relates to um, Black men's, you know, emotional development and, and what is it you know what? What's the driving force behind black men uh, being so brutal to black women? Well, um, which I'm sure most men will agree with me. The first thing I think that a lot of the the women of today have to understand it's not even so much a fact that men are trying, black men are trying to be brutal against women. Mm -hmm. It's that not every every not every man was raised properly. And even mm. some of the ones that were raised proper, properly, they've been through the ringer so many different times that, and just, just to say, I'm not here to say whether she was wrong or whether this guy, granted, I'm sure he didn't need to hit her with a brick, but there's, think so? the first thing is karma. Karma does uh -oh. not come in the way that you think it will. And even I have learned that from my younger years. Just because I decide, okay, I'm pissed off at this guy. I'm going to go ahead and just sneak him, hit him one time, take him down and be out. That doesn't mean next week someone's not going to shoot me. You know, so that's one of the first things. And I did a little bit of research on, I waited before I responded to this. And I looked at a lot of the things that I'm seeing that she's done, that she says she did. Now, granted, again, I don't think there is a reason to hit a girl with a brick. Let me hold on. Let me back. So, let me talk to you about the guys. Forget the brick. Let me talk to you about the men. Okay. What a lot of women don't understand when you get into those worlds, and this is why a lot of guys, if they seem controlling and try to tell you ladies not to do this, kind of stay away from that, it's because we know exactly what the underbelly of this world looks like. Right. We learned that before we're 10 years old. Mm -hmm. Our father, our uncles teach us this. We learn this in the streets. So we know exactly what's out there. Someone getting hit with a brick is not uncommon. That's actually normal. I'm from Brooklyn. That's normal. Yeah. That's normal play. And I believe she was in New York. Um, or it sounds her she accent kind of okay. Her yeah, accent kind of gave me a oh, new well, <laughs> Them dudes in the, them yeah, dudes she's in from New York, savages. though. So she says yeah. she's from New York, but the incident happened mm. in Houston. Okay. Yeah. So 
And that's the thing. A lot of women don't understand that there are some savages out here. Us men, we know this very well. That's why when we go out, it's, you know, we're aware of where we're going and who's there. But a lot of women don't think that way because they assume that men, the men around them are, are going to protect them. Your job isn't to know about the danger. That's what we're here for. When we're with you, it's unlikely that someone's going to attack you because now he's too busy sizing us up. Say, okay, this dude, he's 6'3", 240. Okay, do, do I want these problems? I'm going to get resistance. Whereas though, if you're by yourself, five foot two, five foot six, and you're a woman, even if you try to fight back, what you gonna do? It's Let not me gonna ask work you, out. But go ahead, Dan. Look, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. What so at a point of time, mm -hmm. there was a code, so to speak, where men didn't allow men to hit on women, beat on women, touch yeah. women in the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and it was done for um, women that weren't known to you. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that a man was a man and a man didn't have any right to put his hands on a woman, period. Mm -hmm. And men used to rally around and mm -hmm. protect women in that sense. Mm -hmm. What do you think happened to where men stopped doing that? Or do you think that men still do that for um, random women? There are still some men that may do that, but what changed, what changed was the way women act towards men. Oh, I want you to elaborate on that. There's one, there's less of a community. We're reminded every day, black men are reminded every day by the world, we don't like you. We don't need you here. Uh, you're less than us. All these different things. So a man that comes home to a woman that's saying, baby, don't worry about that. I got you. We'll take over the world. If he's around enough of that, he's going to protect a girl who's in his neighborhood because he's surrounded with all that. But when he lives in an environment that all he hears is how much his own woman doesn't need him, his sister is talking about you less. Sometimes the mother is saying you're less. When he's getting beat up outside the house and in the house and in the neighborhood by these girls and most of us savage or not we still live under we still have certain rules that we go by that we abide by where we at least think before we hit a girl right. but a lot of that is changing because some of these men that are out here you ladies don't understand they're already on the edge yeah the, and I then understand. you're over here bucking at him all the five foot two and he's he probably he probably just got out, probably just lost his job, probably had an argument with his own chick that he can't do nothing about, probably giving right. probably being ran through the system with child support. He's going through it, and you caught him on the right day, and that could have been a guy that would have got hit with a brick. She just decided to play her card with him, and however it went is is however it went. But my personal for me, belief, it's not brick. Right. I'm sorry. For me, um, the fact that, you know, I feel like you can't predict, but there's always going to be people who are, mm -hmm. you know, on the edge or on the verge of, of, of a breakdown or, you know, mm -hmm. have gone through something. So yeah. they're already, you know, um, they're just waiting for an opportunity to lash out. 
But I yeah. think that most women seem to be more bothered by the response from men online, essentially saying things like, I, yesterday I engaged in a conversation with men and I heard things like, such as, um, you know, she deserved it, that, you know, what, yeah. what, where's the other half of the story? What did she do? Um, you know, well, she had hit people in the past in a skit. So mm -hmm. I, like some of the commentary from men yeah. essentially um, excuse, almost excusing what he did, you know, and they'll say, but, you know, no one should be hit with a brick, but what did she do? What how, did she provoke That's them? exactly you know, what for. Yeah, it's a way to justify what happened. So right. I don't think it's a more of a I don't think it's so much of a justification. I think it's more of more of like she just found out and it doesn't happen because even uh, us men who have sisters, our sisters try us every day. We can't touch them. You know, we get on the street and we're ready to go. And then you have this random girl. I'm not talking about her. But you have a girl who comes up to you, she's disrespectful to you, she's pushing all your buttons, and she's embarrassing you in front of other people. The person is probably going to react. A good example, kids. What happens when the girl does something to the young boy and everybody in the class goes, ooh. It's embarrassing to him. You've exactly. shamed him in front of his peers. Of, right. You've and attacked his ego, essentially. And if his dad is that's home, a child, we're expecting men and people, adults, to have higher emotional intelligence, to have full emotional mm -hmm. development, to understand, you know, the, the scope of emotions and mm -hmm. to, you know, um, uh, be reasonable, right. so to speak. Well, the emotion is not attached to the child. Emotion is attached to everyone. So okay. whether he's a child or whether he's an adult that emotion still ranges the same. Like if your mother smack you as a kid and she smack you now, that same rage is still gonna circle. You're gonna feel the same way. So that part's no different. It's right. just that as a kid, you, you, you're you likely to, well, if your father's around, well, you're not gonna, something. Your daddy right. gonna come so through and take your head off. Yeah, but what you do with that like, emotion yeah. should change as you as mm -hmm. you um, elevate yeah. and as you mature. As it should. How yes. do you handle those emotions? But well, what's the key word you just said? Elevate. Yeah, we t we're not talking about dudes who got who work for a Fortune 500 company. We're not talking about dudes who work for Apple. We're not talking about dudes who, you know, work at uh, you know who have their own businesses. We're talking about dudes well, who block. The thing is, though, some of the men who are making this commentary are yeah. men who claim to be successful, are men yeah. who say that they, mm -hmm. you know, attained a certain level mm -hmm. of success, that they're hardworking, that they work for 500 companies. The men that mm -hmm. are essentially justifying it or, or looking yeah. for what the precursor was, they mm -hmm. are men of means. Well, OK, so that's so now you're talking about the people who's reacting to it. OK, so the people who are reacting to it. Um, the men who are saying it, and even I'm like, well, if that's what she did, that's what she gets because we know if we uh -oh. act the same, that's what God's. But follow me, follow me. It's because you know, uh, you know, our spidey senses go up because I know, I know. Bring them up, bring them up. So let me tell you, um, I think we talked about it the other uh, uh, yesterday. I think a lot of women do not understand the level of danger that's in these streets, and we do. So you wouldn't catch us. 
doing any of those activities because we know what can and will happen. But a lot of women, well, they want to push that line. And that's why one of the biggest questions I had was, where was our friends? Well, this is the thing. Um, so I thought about that situation yeah. and I thought about the people that surrounded mm -hmm. that situation. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it comes down to the risk factor of jumping in the middle yeah. of an altercation yeah. of a woman that you don't know. And mm -hmm. even if you do know her, if mm -hmm. the perceived threat is definitely a perceived threat and yeah. your life could possibly be in danger from helping this woman. Yeah. I think everybody in that situation was reluctant to do anything. Mm -hmm. Right. But the simple fact that she had these skits and had these views, mm -hmm. people are definitely going to hold her accountable for yeah. her, her, her views yeah. and how she feels about men in total. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we seen the video and I, I'm sure you guys have seen it where there was a guy who said that he was, um, there on the yeah. scene, mm -hmm. um, while it happened yeah, and he chose too, not to you want me to play it. Yeah. yeah. Play it for us. Concrete, please. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but, so there was, uh, there, there's actually two, um, videos from two people who stated that they witnessed the incident. I'm going to play the one that's most popular that everyone is, um, referring to. Give me, here it is. One second. I was one of the guys who was there that did not help her when she was getting hit with the brick. Right. I feel like people need to know the whole story before they start commenting and say things they don't understand or they don't know. You guys don't even remember who you guys are trying to defend, who you guys are trying to speak up for. This is the same woman that was going around smacking white people in the streets. She's not innocent. She was actually taunting the guy to hit her. Why would I go defend somebody that's actually looking for trouble? This woman, she is literally a troublemaker. Everybody that knows her in our community knows she's a troublemaker. I'm not gonna risk my life over somebody that's actually out there looking for trouble. If you go on social media, online, you're going to see some of her antic videos, taunting people, looking for a reaction. Well, she got what she been looking for and you guys are giving her the attention that she was actually seeking for. I don't regret not standing up for her. If you look at some of the videos, I was there. I don't regret nothing whatsoever. I don't regret standing up for her. I'm not saying she deserved it. I'm not saying that any men have a right to hit a woman, especially with a brick. Nobody deserved that. By the end of the day, there's more to the story. She's not as innocent as she's trying to portray herself to be. She wants attention. She's an attention seeker woman. She tried to go viral, and you guys have given her what she wanted. Yes, she, get, yes, she did get hit by a brick. Yes, I saw it. Yes, I was standing by doing nothing. And if that shit happened again in the same circumstances, I will watch. Because she's not as innocent as she portrays herself to be. She was taunting the guy. She was calling him all type of names. She was degrading him to a point where he resulted in picking up a brick and hitting him. I don't condone that type of behavior. But once again, she's not as Whew, That okay. was a lot. Can I? Yeah step in real quick one thing that he said is is extremely important and what a lot of the men are trying to get a lot of girls to understand a lot of women to understand the important thing that he said was i'm not going to step in and risk my life for someone who starts trouble i 
I've seen this in person. I have had, I have friends. I know dudes who either have lost their life or ended up in the hospital getting jumped because they stepped in on a situation they were not familiar with. And most of the men, most of the men, even the men in here will tell you one of the things we're taught, especially if you're from the hood, they'll you're taught this. Don't break up a fight unless you're ready to accept the ass whooping that person was going to get. So we understand and we have a responsibility to our own families, to our own uh, close loved ones. I understand, you know, she put herself in a certain situation, but she women cannot expect me. So, you know what, let me jump in here and help this girl. This dude could be the top dope boy in the area. His whole squad could be lined up around and they either beat, beat the hell out of me and stab me or kill me. She's going to go off. She's going to continue on. She's going to make her videos. Everybody's going to forget about me. But my family at home, everyone's devastated. Everyone's crying. Everyone's upset because I'm no longer here. All of my responsibilities, someone else got to pick that up. But... And I and I guess that I'm looking at it from the standpoint mm -hmm. of this. And, you know, I know this is uh, a new it's, it's going to be a very unpopular opinion. But okay. when men used to step in and mm -hmm. there was like I said at the beginning, there used to be yeah. almost a code to yeah. where you 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 just don't jump on the women. You leave the yeah. women alone. And yeah, women you know, and we children. Talk, yeah. Right. Women and children. You leave yeah. women and children alone. Yeah. But it seems like even as it pertains to the children, mm -hmm. nobody is necessarily being protected by default. It's because women decided to get into the game. Oh. Women decided, I want to be I want to be like the men. Yeah. We are equal. I want to jump out there. I can do the same thing that you do. I can talk trash to this guy. He's not going to do nothing. And then not even that, just. If you, as much as I've been paying attention to the manosphere, is the same way I've been paying attention to what women have been saying. Yeah. And I know from personal experience, women are telling you, we don't need you. Women have married their money. Yeah. Men have, most black men have been replaced by money. As long as she has money, she don't need you. My That's family, a good my family point. members, same thing. I have families. Sister cousins, they have gotten rid of good men because they have their money. The first time he acts up or they get into an argument, you know what? I'm out. I got my money. I'm good. I don't need you. I got my little my little dog, whatever that little hairy little thing is. We got replaced by money. My so, husband, I was having a conversation with him and he was mm -hmm. saying how women are essentially weaponizing other men. Like women have yep. come to the point that they are, would behave like that. And the expectation is that other men are going to jump in the fray mm -hmm. when, you know, we've seen how that plays out. And, you know, so I understand men being hesitant. Um, I understand men being observing the situation and ensuring mm -hmm. that, um, 
it won't backfire on them before they, you know, jump in the fray because my husband would do that. He literally, and, mm -hmm. and I would trust his judgment. I, I know that like, if a woman is, is, is antagonizing, um, mm -hmm. he might not jump in. My husband has been in right. situations where he's intervened. Mm -hmm. And when the police came, the woman um, lied and said that he was starting with her boyfriend. I just watched a video where a man Absolutely. in Atlanta was shot yes. at a gas station because a man and woman were fighting in a car and he told the man, he kept telling the man to leave her alone. Man, dog, get mm -hmm. off of her. And the man mm -hmm. shot and killed her. Yeah. Let me give yeah. you a let me give you a personal example. I was 17. My sister's about two years younger than me. She was dating this dude in the neighborhood, had no business dating him, whatever. She calls me one time and said he done put hands on her. Now, me and my brother, we're pretty much the same height, 6'3, 240-ish. We go over there. We're ready to tune this dude up. We we rush into his grandmother's house. Excuse me, his mother's house. We got knives. We're ready to tune him up. Come to find out, his mother says, oh, no, that's not what happened. She was swinging on him. And he pushed her back and she hit her head on the wall. Mm. Wow. So these are things that happen. That's why guys always say, wait, 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 wait. What happened first? Because my situation happens a million times over every day. A girl will go start a situation, go to their brothers or their best friends. Oh, my gosh, she hit me. I can't believe it. But they leave out that small point, that small part. Oh, I was in the bar. I threw a drink in his face. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Let me ask you this question. Sure. So we saw the Carlisha Carly Hood situation where the lady was at the restaurant. She got into an altercation. Um, with a man yes. and her son had to end up um, coming in and unaliving the man for messing with his mom. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. Um, give me your thoughts on that because yeah. I, because that was um, one of those situations to where mm -hmm. even when you had a man that was a, a known violent domestic mm -hmm. abuser, mm -hmm. there was still men that, um, still looked at her well what did she do in that situation mm -hmm. where, where did she go wrong in that situation as opposed to holding that man accountable for that situation and i've noticed in in quite a few situations and i kind of feel like we've dug our own grave with the um allegations and things that we've brought forth and mm -hmm. have not been honest about and things mm -hmm. that we've been caught slipping on um there's a doubt every time a black woman says that she's been victimized yes. by the hands mm -hmm. of a black man mm -hmm. everybody's always like well well i'll hold up <laughs> you right. know what i mean and so even in the carlisha hood situation i want to mm -hmm. get your thoughts on that mm -hmm. and see what you think what do you think about this situation so the, one of the biggest issues that black women have is you have bad representatives uh-oh the people that you hold in the highest regard that you support that you that you show off these are some of the worst girls these are the ones you support the sisterhood the the black girl magic can't be for every black girl but you give it to every black girl and you give it to the ones that are not deserving so for example i think what we talked about today is yesterday i said one of one of black men men in general our weapons are our hands women their weapons are their mouths but black women very particular 
have one of the most dangerous mouths. And the reason I say that is because mm. most black women know they can run to another black man and every other nationality short of maybe Hispanics or in a sense, have a little bit of fear when it comes to us. So most girls run run around and just get, see how the girl went and just started to smack the white guy. What was he going to do? Really? Forget the, the physical part, just the political part. Next thing you know, he's on the news. He's a white guy. He smacked a black woman. She's, there's girls who use that. So moving forward to that situation in that, and first off, this is that was in Detroit. You ladies need to know where you're at. Uh -huh. Man, when we go to a carryout, we know exactly what it is. We know exactly what city we're in. We know what block we're on. We know the dangers. We know what gangs are around. So when a situation happens, the first thing we do, we figure out where's the door. Okay, the door is over here. How do I get out of here safely? Because this ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't know this cat. He's already unhinged. He's off the ledge. I don't know if he's holding. This is Detroit. Most people are holding. Okay, that's the that's the crowd. Now let me move to the let me move to the mother. As a mother, I'm not I'm not here to say who's right and who's wrong. As a mother, I would think she would be able to well, recognize this kid. She oh excuse me, Chicago. This is Chicago. Mm -hmm. I think she should be able to notice as a mother that this kid is going through it. This kid is off his rocker. He's stressed. He's bugging over something small. That should tell you something's wrong with this dude. There is no need to exchange any more words with him because this is over food. Now, if it's over your son, you do what you got to do. But that's just her. I think she should have been a little bit more wiser and know when to cut. The, and like, again, this goes back to that, the tongue of a black woman. You can, you can, you can raise a man or you can destroy a man. So mm. essentially you're saying that since women are the weaker sex, women physically. should stand physically, they should stand down in situations where violence could, could occur. If it can occur and he's already aggressive, back up. Because not every man was raised properly. Not every man was was told do not hit a woman. Most men who hit women have done it before and got away with it. I agree. Like, and it like just the guy in the situation. One day I want to hit girls. It's literally one, it's a relationship he had. And it always starts with a nudge that goes into a push, that goes into a grab, that goes into a pull, that goes into a push against the wall, that goes to a finger to the face, that goes to a push on the forehead. These things don't wow. come out of nowhere and just start hauling off and hitting girls. He's Interestingly done enough, I said yesterday I was involved in a discussion where a lot of the men were, um, <laughs> excuse me, giving their take and they were kind of mm -hmm. justifying, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. But I do believe that we were able to level set in that conversation and mm -hmm. hear each other out. One of the yeah. things that they pointed out is that women who come from, uh, you know, who've had a strong male presence in the home or women who are married, they move a little bit differently because Absolutely. you have you're you're operating with the instruction of male leadership, mm -hmm. you know, or you know you're operating. Like my husband, there's places in Atlanta that I cannot go. 
I cannot go to yeah. the West End. I, right. I cannot be out at three in the morning. Like, and it, it like literally, I'm an adult. So if I chose to, I mean, yes, I, I could potentially do it. But mm-hmm. in order to keep myself safe, he has kind of, um, he's uh, basically laid some rules like, babe, you know, I know this area. I don't want you over there for your mm-hmm. safety. And, you know, because of his tutelage, I move differently. I'm not stopping at gas stations in Atlanta at night because I know what goes down. Like, yeah. but, but it's not just because of my concern for me. It's also mm-hmm. out of my concern for him. Because if yeah. something happens to me, I expect him to step up to the plate right. and handle it. So my love for him makes me extend protection to him in a way that I'm carrying myself in a certain way so as not to be a target as much as I right. possibly can. And that's and that's because he knows and he understands the danger that's there. A lot of women are not aware because it's not your job to be aware. It's our job to be aware of that. That's why a lot of them will a lot of women will, you know, they'll move the way they, they do because they don't understand the underlying danger. We understand posture. The minute that dude in that shop turned to her and squared up on her, she should have backed up at that moment because he's already posturing and then he's telling you what he's going to do. But now let me get to him. Mm-hmm. Most likely, and, and I've worked with young kids like him. I've worked with cats like him. Most likely can't get a job. They've been in a system or they can't keep a job. They come from a family that's completely torn apart, most likely drug ridden. Um, probably had a girlfriend, and yeah, he did. She's beating on him. He was there, or she's, you know, she's, you know, has been. They've had a physical relationship, and he can't hit her, and then he ends up just about to lose it. I just want to go eat. I just want to just do this, this, and then someone catches him at the right time where he's already on the edge. And a lot of today's young men, because the, the the fathers are not there, they don't have that correct balance. So the mother can only do but so much with a young man up to a certain age. After that, he's going to need some male leadership or stuff like this happens. And then At now, about what age is it super mm-hmm. duper? Does it start to get really, really, really critical for black boys? Eight, eight. That's a good question. About eight, eight years old. old. That's because I eight, thought you were gonna say like 11, nah, 10, no, 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 just be, us okay. Maybe not just before we start getting into those preteens, the nines, eight, nine, ten, because we start smelling ourselves right around then. We start becoming who were the the you know the young boys, the young men that we're gonna be. We mm-hmm. start learning faster, it's like a computer. You know, once it starts learning, it's like artificial intelligence. Once it starts learning, we start picking things up quicker. Mm-hmm. We start seeing more of the world. Elementary school, okay, yeah. But once we hit middle school, there, there, there has to be a father there. For example, I went to middle school. I went to two of the most, two of the worst middle schools in this country back in the 80s. I went to a, a middle school in Philadelphia called Vare Middle School. So anybody who's from Philly, they, they, they know what that is. And I went to, if you're in the D.C. area, I went to Walker Mill Middle School as well. Violence, extremely violent. First day of school, Philadelphia, had a gun pointed to my head, eighth grade. By, by maybe 10th grader. Just because 
I'm a new kid and I'm not from Philly. Now, what do I do with that? Well, I went home, told my pops. We talked about it briefly. And then he gave me a little bit of advice. I didn't tell him so much about the gun. I told him about how I was approached and people wanted wanted to fight me. But my Mm -hmm. father was able to teach me how to handle that situation, how to move, how to defend myself if I need to, avoid it if I can, handle it if I need to. If your father's not around, you don't know when to avoid. You don't know when to handle it. You don't know when to do anything. So now you're just you're being raised by a woman who she doesn't know this stuff either. She doesn't know how dangerous this world is. So this young boy gets out out there on his own, no male guidance. That's how he that's why the majority of men that end up in jail come from single single mothers, because that they don't have that that mental balance. My father left me when I was 14. But my mother was smart enough to keep me around men that were doing something with their life, that were married, that had families. So let me ask you this question. So being in this space, you know, we generally hear two points of view. Mm -hmm. Um, We hear one from the quote unquote sisterhood, and then we hear one from the manosphere. Mm -hmm. So with a lot of women raising um, children by themselves, Mm -hmm. a lot of them have kind of brought into the online rhetoric as it pertains to black men they're scared of black men they're scared of either violence Mm -hmm. or um something happen happening as far as um molestation as it pertains to their children okay what should women like that do and do you think that them building a female community do you think that's a um viable solution a female community no yeah no because i mean predators are both female and male you don't say right they just saw it that's just how it is but when it comes to men you need to get men around you because who is going to protect a group of women if a guy that's six five three hundred decides he wants to go in there and take what he wants what y'all gonna do the Even interesting thing is, I saw, um, I saw a lot of women saying that if there had been hordes of women around her, that she would have been protected. That if no, black women have. had been no. there, that they would have no. intervened, unlike the cowardly men. If you, if no. you, if any, any dude that's from the block who knows a thing or two knows that when a dude, when somebody would have get at you, there ain't nothing nobody can do. I mean, there's people that can probably jump on and try to hold him back, but girls, he'll just swing yeah, on you. Once, once one of you get hit, you're going to think twice. You're going to be like, you know what? Hold on. He hitting chicks. You're going to back up. That's but a good point. A dude, and a woman cannot take a punch from a man. Like no, my can't. husband will say like, you know, a man his size can handle 10, 15 women easily. Like easily. Like, so, easily. Yeah. Because you're not you're not accustomed to pain. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. We are accustomed to pain. We grow up wrestling, throwing each other through fences, hitting each other's with hitting each other with chairs. We grow up yeah. doing this stuff. We we're accustomed to pain. You're not used to getting yeah. hit in the face. You're not used to getting kicked. You don't know what that's like. That's why a lot of women who get end up getting into altercations with guys when they get hit, they're surprised. And not so much that the guy hit them. They're surprised at how much it hurt. 
Oh, Did you yeah. see how much he yeah. was crying? Like, I can't believe he actually look at my exactly. And we're like, that's what happens. That's what we happens. Don't when know how to duck a punch. We don't know if a guy is getting ready to punch us in the stomach to, to tighten your muscles. Like, we don't know how to you don't know. For... Yeah. You yeah. can't even tell. Like, if I stand in front of you, you probably well, your husband probably talked to you so. But the average oh, girl, if I stand in front of her and I move my body a certain way, she won't know whether she's about to get hit or get, or if I'm about to give her a hug. Yeah. So again, back to the back to the lady at the at the at the in Chicago. The minute he turned and squared off of her and postured and balled his fist up, that's the moment. It's not saying that she's wrong for anything that she did. You have to be able to recognize crazy when you see it. You have to recognize unhinged. I can imagine what that 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 dude that was ready to swing. I, I got an idea of what what it is he was dealing with before that. That's not making him right. No, not at all. Right. But what happens is, and I know this from having a sister, when we're on the edge, like when you 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 still want to poke the bear, because Ooh. in your mind you know. That it's not right for boys to hit girls. Boys are not supposed to do this. You know this. So you assume he was raised properly and he's not going to put his hands on you. You assume. But does that make black women more responsible for black women's emotions than men? Because one no. of the common things that we see women who mm -hmm. are misandrous um, mm -hmm. say is that, you know, they talk about how dangerous black men are. They bring up the stats relating to how often black women get abused and, you know, stats relating to violence against mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. black women. So mm -hmm. does that make black women like because they, they're literally pushing this messaging that yes. we're scared of our own men, that our right. men are unhinged, right. that we don't know when they're going to go off. It's because the majority, the majority can't control their mouth. We know that if we run our mouth, if I go to the dude that, that, that lives next door and I start running my mouth to him, I can I can say whatever I want to say. But if he decides to sleep me right there in front of his kids, I can't get mad at that. And see, that's the thing. It's 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 the reason the reason the women are saying this because they want to be able to say what they want with no repercussions. And men understand we can't you can't do that. We know we can't walk into a group of guys and start talking crazy. Do you we don't think know who this guy is? We don't know who that dude is. We don't know if this dude just got out. We don't know if this dude's on his last his last line. We don't know if this guy's strapped up. These are the things we have to think about. That's why you don't hear us complaining on the flip side about we can't, you know, we're worried, we're afraid. We understand what the world is. Let me ask you this. So sure. the situations that you're talking about mm -hmm. tend to be the women smarting off or... Yeah. Um, being um, antagonistic. Yes. What a, What would you say? <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I guess I'm trying to figure out out of the crimes that the women aren't antagonistic versus the women are, okay. do you think that's an even scale or do you think it's more because the women are antagonistic and um, present their own version of violence? Unruly, pushing the line, don't know when to stop. And one thing that I know a lot of women are famous for, they got to have that last word. 
My sister, every, my sister used to get, we, both of us used to get beatings, but mine was because I was just being stupid and in the streets doing dumb stuff. Thought I was smart. My sister just always had to have the last word. She always, even if he's halfway upstairs and gone, she got to say that last piece. And that's what, so it's the violence that are happening against a lot of women. In most cases, you're somewhere where you shouldn't be. You're alone. Mm. Or even if you're with your girls, it's late night. You're in the hood. You're somewhere, you, you know, you're somewhere where things happen at night. Men know this. That's why we yeah. don't certain places. Like, dude, yeah. the take off on us in a minute. And the difference is, I mean, she got, okay, she, she got hit with a brick. Yeah. Men have died doing the same thing that she does. And the that's stakes the are higher with men, and men yeah. realize that the stakes are much higher than them. Right, because that guy knows he's not just going to swing on me, and I'm not going to get mm-hmm. off on him back unless he catches me and I don't see him. But women know he's not going to hit me. He's not going. I'm going to talk any way that I want. You're not going to do it. I'll call the police. You got to get to the police first. Men know that. Ooh. We know you. <laughs> you can't call the police. You can't go get your brothers. Unless you get to your brothers. <laughs> That's such a good point. And a lot of people, like even for, for Ro, like if you looked at her page, because people were saying, why is there an assumption that she, people in the chat were asking, why is there an assumption that she antagonized just because this one guy says it? I think mm-hmm. that people were going off of her social media content. You see her, you know, mm-hmm. instigating other situations. And she is a very yeah. free woman. <laughs> She, you know, talked and she made a video not too long ago talking about the fact that men don't protect women, that she loves women and kiss a woman when you see them because men don't protect women. They only protect women. They only protect women who they possess. If they don't possess, if you're not a possession of theirs, they will not protect you. But people are criticizing her because they're like in the set, you know, as soon as something happens, she was looking for a man to protect her. So I think that people are judging and, and to be honest like that's natural we can't want you know you like it's natural for people to want to see who you are when something Mm -hmm. happens to you we do it when it comes to these school shooters we do it when it comes to somebody who is says something racist on television we go to look at their page anytime something goes viral the natural inclination is to look and see who this person is and people are going to draw conclusions based off of what they see on your social media whether you like it or not that's just let me ask you a question let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. you're familiar with bullies yeah you know bullies can be both men and women right absolutely yes absolutely you know women Mm -hmm. can bully men right Absolutely. But not not in the physical, but you do know that's possible. No, right? no, with their mouth. Yes, okay. absolutely. So, now, so check this out. What happens to bullies? Let's just talk from the men's perspective. What happens to bullies? Usually they get found in a ditch. Usually they get caught. I've had bullies in my high school shot, ended up in ditches ended up in hospitals, lost an eye. That stuff comes back around. Just because you don't get what happens to you that particular day, that stuff builds up. And then when it's your turn, 
when it's your turn, it's not going to be nice. It is not going to come the way you think. We learned that. We learned that in the block. We learned people learn that in the drug game. It's not going to come the way you think it's going to come. So that's why that's why I tell my sister, I tell my cousins, I said, don't get into no situation with no dude. If he's barking, you tell him he's right. You back up. Then you call me. Then you yeah. call your brother. Get then yourself you to a safe environment. Get somewhere exactly. safe. Your Earth. first priority is to get out of there safe. Don't try to prove your point. Mm -hmm. Don't try to catch that last word because that last word is, is what's going to get you hurt. Just like when you're kids, you got to have that last word with your parents and your parents come down and tear you up. It's no different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that it's life. And in life, no one, these aren't your father. This isn't your father or your mother. This world is not nice. Not and what's happening is women are learning this now because there's been so many, so much negativity pointed by the bad representatives in the black in the black uh black community that are women. Like I said, you have bad, you have bad representatives. Those are the ones who are pissing dudes off. Those are the ones who are antagonizing dudes left and right. And then when something happens, they run back to the sisterhood and they say, protect me. When you go out there, in the, if, you, if you're in a village, you go out there pissing off some, some a gorilla and he beat the hell out of you. You can't come back and say, let's go hunt this gorilla. Can't do that. Good point. Good point. Oof. Let me read the super chats yeah, and then... Go. Yeah, this is good. This is good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Eugene Steele. He said, rejection is painful. What do, you, what do what you do after getting rejected can speak volumes mm -hmm. about what type of person you are. Um, and then, so the rejection piece, of mm -hmm. course, has come back up. Mm -hmm. um, do you think this is really about rejection? To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't think that it's about rejection, but that has been an argument that has mm -hmm. been made in our community for about oh, yeah. the last decade or so. Oh, yeah. Where I mean, a woman yeah. says, you know, if I if I just if I, I tell a man no mm -hmm. and, and men can be very persistent, a yeah. lot of women feel like they have to be mean when mm -hmm. they reject these guys, especially mm -hmm. in larger cities and cities mm -hmm. that are considered more dangerous. Yeah. Right. So um, in New York City, most women in New York City walk around frowning and with a mean mug mm -hmm. um, as a natural thing because mm -hmm. it's like it's dangerous. Don't mess with me. Don't bother me. I'm not bothering right. you. Don't mm -hmm. talk to me. I'm not going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, but when it comes down to the rejection piece, mm -hmm. do you think men handle rejection well? And I mean, as it pertains to black men. Do you think that they handle rejection well, even if it's a nice rejection? Well, what's your definition of nice? Because um, the reason you I know what I have a man. Wait. No, thank you. Okay, okay. So, so I'm gonna say the thing is, some people say, "Oh, I rejected him a nice way." I don't think men have a problem with rejection. I think it's the way it comes. Elaborate so, on that. There are there are some girls like like New York. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk about it. on the train. Every chick on the train is wearing these. Is she listening to music? No, but she has them. Facts. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they mean, but the girls. I don't want to talk. A lot of times, 
they're they're pretty nice if you're like you know hey what's up ma you doing blah 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 i'm trying to they're like, oh no it's it's okay poppy i got a man it's like oh well let me oh no i'm sorry and if he pushes too much in most cases she might give him his number give him her number block him or she might just keep being nice but a, mm -hmm. there are some that they get ignorant with you but they only do oh, yeah. that when there's a crowd oh mm -hmm. So here, that's the difference. That's the thing you got to think about. When there's a crowd, you have to be very mindful how you talk to some guys. Mm. Because some of these guys aren't wrapped too tight. So if you go off just being disrespectful, nah, get out of here, you ugly, blah, blah, blah. Get out of right. here, you broke, you do you. Now, now you're offending the man. And yes, dude, oh, you, you whack anyway. They'll say whatever, they'll curse you out. So yeah, just words. Let it go. Not every dude is but, out there being physical because he's rejected. That doesn't happen. And this chick, I, I I watched it. I don't know exactly what happened before she got hit, but I can almost guarantee you that it had nothing to do with him trying to get her number, and she just says no politely. I do think that there are you know three sides to every story. But the okay. fact that women, because I see a ton of women, I see women at least weekly that say they've been approached by a guy and they, mm -hmm. uh, because of their fear of how um, rejecting th them might turn out, that they give mm -hmm. them a fake number or give them their real number. Because a lot of times they'll be like, wait, oh, let me right make sure you got you. it. Yeah. And call, yeah. So yeah. for women to even have to have that concern and to give right. you you know, their number, even if they don't really desire to talk to you, does that not say something about the state that we're in? Like, does, is that not telling? Because but that's, like, that's not just black men. No, so me, I'm here to other men. Let me tell you, you, you just don't hear it. So, uh, so women, let me tell though. you, my, 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 my girlfriend is from Mexico. Okay. And passport, I spent bro. a lot of time in Mexico. Huh? <laughs> I said, okay, passport, bro. Passport. Oh no, I, I was I was already I was already dating before that even became a word. But um, one thing that you don't see is a lot of these conversations. The dudes over there super disrespectful, mm. but they understand to be nice and be kind because they understand what can happen. They don't have the same protections there that we have here. Which made it interesting when I found out that the, that the particular girl who got hit is um, Somalian. Yeah. She's from a different country. So I so what I what I'm thinking happened with her was she left a country where if she would say that or be disrespectful, she could end up not here anymore. So they she comes here and starts exercising what she's always wanted to say or do. Oh yeah. She said so, the Somalian community has disowned her because she was a dance hall yeah. dancer for a long time and she's very yeah. outspoken. And mm -hmm. she said that the her Somalian community disowned yeah. her. Because it breaks away from their tradition. Like I understand the tradition of, of the African tradition. I understand the tradition of the Hispanic tradition, Hispanic world. I understand and, and I, I self-educate. So I study a lot of different communities and the America is the only community where we have a lot of these issues because even in Mexico, if a dude is super disrespectful and hits a girl, nine out of 10 times, she got about four or five brothers and cousins and a few of them are connected 
they'll just go find the guy. He might end up disappeared. So mm. you don't really have a lot of the same issues because a lot of the girls know to be respectful. But here in the States, and this is white girls as well, Asian, they talk crazy because they have this thing called, they have this thing called a, a cell phone. And I can do a police report. And especially if you're black, nine out of 10 times, you're going to jail. Mm. They know this. But again, like I said earlier, you got to get you got to get to your phone. Wow. Men know this stuff. You got to get there first. So that's why I always tell women, just be kind. Even if he's pushy, say, I'm sorry, I'm this. You don't want to. Maybe you shouldn't have to. But it's a matter of leaving that situation unharmed. And that's but, what men know every single day. Do you think that this ties into a lot of women's ego with their unwillingness to back down in yeah. situations like that? Women, want um, women. I'm, I'm going to say this. Women have the the largest case of penis envy these days that I've ever seen. <laughs> do you have more of an ego than we do? <laughs> We can be fairly egotistic, black man, because we know we 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 do some things we're desired, but your ego surpasses us. Mm, and I think mm, that's what mm. gets you into wow. the most gets you into the most trouble because you don't understand. We know when to turn our ego off. You ladies don't know because you're just getting there. Money has given you this. They just ego. now becoming men, huh? Huh? Again? <laughs> they just now becoming me and they ain't been a man the whole time they, they, they like junior me and they like all uh, teenage boys they just yeah. becoming y'all just arrived boys. here so y'all like middle school boys <laughs> don't know what the world is like y'all just got here we've been walking this walk for years we learned eight nine ten years old you step outside someone could take your head off it's one of the first things mm -hmm. you learn especially black men we're taught the one of the first things we're taught as young black men we're taught how to survive yeah. You ladies are not taught how to survive because you're taught Ooh. to get married to a man who knows how to survive because you can't physically defend yourself mm. against a man. I'm going to throw out a stat real quick. Let's do it. I like um, they say that um, black women are... Um, I think with interpersonal, interrelationship violent, violence, um, we're most likely, think four times as most likely to be harmed by our men than yeah. any other race of women. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Yes. And I'll tell you why. Because the black community, um, we don't really have that much support as far as the world world's concerned. White women. If a black guy go hauls off and hit a white hits a white girl, he's going to jail. He's going to get prosecuted to the fullest. Mm -hmm. Black guy goes and hits an Asian girl, he's going to jail. He's going to get processed. Mm -hmm. He's going to get you know processed and everything. He's going to the fullest. Yep. Black guy goes and hits a Hispanic woman. He's going to jail. Same thing. Black guy hits a black woman. He's going to jail. The difference is. It's like brother and sister. We're this we're in the same community. It's like, you know, your sister knows how to get under your skin. Mm. Who's got to can, can vouch for this? Your sister can get under your skin like oh. nobody else. She can push those buttons. 
because she knows what buttons to push. Mm -hmm. Black women, you know what buttons to push with us. White men, you don't know what you don't know how to deal with them. You can't push the buttons because they'll be like, okay, so, and now you're out of ammo. But black men, you know us. You know us very well. You know our trigger points or activations. It's like I like I like to call it. You know how to get under our skin. You because you know our weaknesses. You know how the world treats us. You know that we come home. We we don't have a whole lot, but our family and maybe you. Yeah. So you know how to push those buttons. That's a good point. You're already beat down from the world outside, and yeah. then you come home, and then you're further emasculated. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, all right. And then, and then you haul off, say something, go off on us, push us in the back of his head, and now we like, well, we had nobody. Yeah. Who who who's here to 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 say, you know what? The world and beat you down. I got you. Don't worry about it. And what's what? happening is. Even in even in the even in the, the in the hood, mm -hmm. hood dudes are fighting. You don't see you know hood dudes, black dudes out here swinging on white boys, cause you're going to jail. <laughs> but if you swing on a brother, okay, both of you go to jail or not. Same That's thing with black women; they might community. go to jail too. Like now, when the police come, they may take the woman as well. Women used exactly. to be able to weaponize yeah. the police a lot. Um, yep. easier than they are today mm -hmm. and and um yep. oftentimes they'll be like you know we're taking both of you in so mm -hmm. i, I yep. get that but i i just think that it still goes back to the fact that black men are mm -hmm. not um taught like to develop their emotions They're, that emotional development right. gets stunted at a very young age because mm -hmm. um really and truly who's going to suffer the who's who's going to have the toughest consequence to suffer as a result of you having you know um breaking down or having having a moment where you just can't take it anymore and hauling off and slapping her and she calls the police like right. black men you know are constantly in this space talk about prioritizing themselves and that's the yeah you know one of the main ways in which you can prioritize yourself you have mm -hmm. to be able to control your emotions that means if she's pushing your buttons like i'm gonna tell you something I yeah. am a black woman who I used to push my ex buttons, but mm -hmm. the thing that drove me the craziest, and he, he's never, you know, assaulted me or anything like that, is he would leave. He would be like, I'm out and, and like yeah. ignore my calls. Like you, that's how you yeah. hurt a woman. If she yeah. is not a supportive mate and you're yeah. doing all that you can and like that she's supposed to be your piece and she's yeah. not being that for you, mm -hmm. the best way to hurt her is to bounce. Yeah. Women's kryptonite is silence. Yeah. I just want to answer your question. Yeah. And you can leave the room and, and five, 10 minutes later, you're going to come back in that room like, oh, no, 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 you're not going to do that. You're going to answer my question. You're going to. And most of us, most of us mature men, we know that. Mm -hmm. So we just won't answer the question. But what happens is then comes that mouth. Mm. Then you start attacking us versus attacking whatever be the argument or whatever the situation is you get personal but again first off i think like one of the one of the fellas said stop dating these dudes who are in the hood stop dating you i guess what they call them poogies stop dating these dudes Ooh. these are the ones that are hitting on you the dudes that are like you know doing good for themselves come from good family these ain't the ones hitting on girls they got too much to lose yeah, they trash for the day. Just over here beating on girls. They trash. Most men will tell you that. Yeah. But 
you know, what I don't think men are trying to beat up on the girls with this situation. I think it's just saying the underlying thing that most of us are saying is like, this is what happens. Not so much, oh, that's what she gets. This is what happens when you do stuff like this. We know either we found out on our own or we've seen it happen. That's all we're saying. It's interesting um, because I do think that some men are definitely out for revenge. And Ooh, you yeah. have a lot of men that have faced mm -hmm. rejection by the hands of a black woman. Mm -hmm. Black women have been outright brutal mm -hmm. when it's come down to our rejection of them. And so mm -hmm. these things will happen to men as children and they will grow up to carry these things on into mm -hmm. adulthood. Right. So then when we get everybody's older now and they start to see violence against black women and it's almost mm -hmm. like yeah get that bitch yeah good point so, yeah so what it is um there are guys who uh i guess you could say who aren't the popular ones who've tried their hand as a kid they always get turned down it's not the turn down or the rejection that a lot of this that is setting these guys off Mm -hmm. In most cases, it's everything that happened before that. Mm. It's everything that's happened just before. Like I said, we don't, dudes are not waking up every day. So who the, who's the next chick I can hit on? They don't do right. that. Usually okay. it's a buildup. And then when you have people treating you a certain way for so long, and this could happen with women as well. Like if you ever watched, uh, what's the show called? Snapped? Yeah. These yes. are the women who have killed men who have done. Oh, yeah. Mostly white you, women. Though, if you uh -huh. listen, they were either getting beat on. They were getting, you know, just just embarrassed. And then one small word or situation happened and then they lost it. So a lot of these young men, that's and that's why, like, with the work that I do with the young men, I teach them the intelligence part early. You know, um, so those who are teens, preteens, and even some guys that are in their 20s, I work with them as well because I've been in those situations where I've had a girl doing this, 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 and this. But I was raised properly and I said, okay, you know, I'm not going to put my hands on you. I've had a, I've had a girl swing on me. I've had a girl hit me and I had to eat that. But you know what? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, oh, I've had a girl. Yeah, yeah. She, she swung on me. Because I understood that. What did you do? I actually left. <laughs> no, because what did one, you do to cause her I, to hit on you? Oh, what, what did I? Oh, <laughs> I was quiet. That's a terrible question to ask. <laughs> I was quiet. I didn't answer a question. <laughs> so I, I just decided I left because I have a short temper when it comes to people touching me. So I decided to leave. But, you know, and in that situation, when I came back, Again, blah, 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 going off. So uh, most, a lot of guys, you know, they're not, they're not used to handling. They've been dealing with the world. So when they come home and they're dealing with a girl and she's, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's still going. You know, we are supposed to be each other's peace. Black men are supposed to be black women's peace and the other way around. Absolutely. But again, yeah, yeah. we got replaced. So these guys that you're seeing, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, I'm going to do this. I'll hit a girl, hit a girl. These are guys who have been probably rejected their entire life, not from women, but from life, work, 
you know, a lot of a lot of black men, depending on where you live, have situations where they're dealing with with racism of a certain sort. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of them are dealing with being rejected at work, getting laid off. You know, if a company's doing layoffs, you're the first one in line. Yeah. So it's not so much the rejection; it's what happened mm-hmm. before that. And then when you can't control your mouth, it's like I know I can go talk to this kid down the street. I don't know what just happened to him, and if I start talking crazy. He pull out and shoot me. Who's in the wrong? You know, I read a report that talked about um, how nagging and, you know, constant criticism can affect yeah. your mental health so yes. much so that it can evoke an emotional response in a person that literally like, and it, it, it's not specific to men, but like you're literally wearing them down. And like yeah. they've done studies that show that it like you can see there's a, um, you know, some sort of chemical effect to the brain with yeah. people constantly nagging at, at a someone and you know it was just really interesting so you know you don't I've, realize how mm-hmm. wearing someone down and how you're yeah. Im- impacting someone i've been in that position where i was completely worn out which is why i actually went to uh therapy after i lost my child wow. because i was already at the breaking point before that happened work things from my issues that i had in the past with my father situations where i was overlooked by coaches or for this or you know you'd be surprised like if you go through my book you'd be like oh i get it but once that situation happened for me when i lost my child i was on the edge completely on the edge and then she the girl i was seeing not only did so basically what happened to give you the short version we had a baby on the way and she decided that she didn't want a baby no more. So while I was at work, she didn't go to work. She went to the clinic and had an abortion and didn't tell me. Wow. And tells me afterwards while she's on the way home. And her excuse was, I just didn't want to be pregnant. Wow. So for a few weeks, I was in denial taking care of her because that's how I was raised. And then at some point she pushes me away and leaves me out of nowhere. And oh, then wow. I ended up snapping and I called her one time where she's out, she's at a club. My boy calls me, she's on some other cat. I lose it. And then it got to the point where I literally went and grabbed my gun. Wow. Wow. Because at this point I'm spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. She had no idea what had happened to me those last few years. Otherwise, she probably wouldn't have done things the way she did it if she knew about my background and all the different issues and troubles that I've had, that I've had to overcome. But Mm -hmm. a man can only take but so much. So when she did that, and it finally registered to me that this kid, this woman went and killed your child because she decided she didn't want to be pregnant. Got to understand what that does to a man. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and it's in my book as well. I actually spoke about it. I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I just, I just went off, snap, grabbed my gun on the way out the door mm-hmm. and was going to literally hit the streets of LA looking for her. I knew where she lived, but I also knew that wow. she was on the way home. Exactly. 
And then I get to the door and it's like something is just talking to me. And I just hear my mother's voice. And then my boy calls me. He was like, whatever you about to do, stay your ass in the house. Wow. That's just one situation. So she had no clue about what happened to me in my past up until that point. And that's that's the message that I'm telling like a lot of ladies. You don't know what this person has been through. Be mm -hmm. kind. Even if he's being pushy with whatever he's asking, be kind to that man. Because you don't know. Like I said, my father left when I was 14. And I'm the oldest of three. So I had to figure out life on my own in the streets. Getting yeah. guns pulled on me. The amount of violence that I've seen. Watching people lose their life. Being inside of violence. Going to jail. Dealing with jail. Dealing with what happens in there. Getting out. PTSD. But you would never know looking at me. Well, another thing that I wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. was black men actually going to therapy and then healing um, childhood traumas because a lot of the things that most of us go through um, are extensions of childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, with you being um, an emotional intelligence and resilience coach, how mm -hmm. are you starting to see an uptick in men um, going to therapy? Um. Yes. Uh, actually, yes and no. So real quick, can I, I saw, I saw something on the side. So someone asked, they, someone said they wanted to hear, they'd rather hear her story. Seems um, like I just knocked her up and just kind of, well, no, we were in a full relationship. We were in a full relationship, pretty much living together, each other places. Everything was good. We never had any problems, fights or anything. So everything was my thing is the fact that she was deceitful and didn't at least like let you know hey this i can't do this like that is exactly. that's telling you know what i mean yeah. like she couldn't even face yeah. you and say hey i don't i don't want to do this like oh, you know, I feel yeah, like, call me. yeah and i could understand yeah. that if, if, if the timing yeah. wasn't right money wasn't right mm -hmm. just tell me but another yeah. thing but, is too if you have somebody's baby in your belly Mm -hmm. and you don't know who that baby is for mm -hmm. um women will interesting one of my, my boy maybe about six seven months later he brought that point up he said mm. i know you're still hurt but let's look at it this way why would she do that maybe maybe she fooled around maybe that was somebody else's so, you know, that but that was just to answer that question. But back to your question, yeah. do I see men going to therapy? Um, not really. And the reason why is uh, most of us men, we are allergic to the word therapy. I mm -hmm. went because it because I knew if I didn't go, I was going to either kill somebody, I was going to end up getting killed, hurting myself, or in jail. So that's why I went, because I had to save my own life. But um, the word therapy, a lot of men are allergic to that. Now, when you get stuff like the panels that you see and men are talking, mm -hmm. this is what is, is a form of therapy. When you got the guys airing it out, talking about, that is a form of therapy because guys are having other men they can talk to. We're not going to go ask any of the guys yeah. here. We don't. You're not going to put me on some chair with some psychologist or someone who's a therapist so they can tell me everything that they don't know about my life. 
But a lot of trauma bonds are formed in spaces like this. Like, I'm not sure if you know what oh, like red pill yeah. rage I mean, is. Not every yeah, time like, I think is, that is this good. Can be there. Yeah, it can be <laughs> therapeutic. <laughs> and if it's used properly, yeah. but some people will get stuck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, you, you, like, been in this space for so many years, we've had conversations with men who had one yeah. one relationship with a black woman and i remember having a conversation with someone who never dated a black woman but he watched his brother date two or three black women and he had mm -hmm. bad relationships and he yeah. formed these strong opinions of black women mm -hmm. kind of with the help of this faith and his brother's experiences so sometimes yeah. um that it can be detrimental to your own mental health mm -hmm. to um just have that content like saturated negative you know content surrounding a subject and just yeah. ingest that without any other you know form of, of, of therapy or release i can understand why he may have felt that way is because a lot of us men we learn from two things pain and experience even if it's watching firsthand mm -hmm. someone else go through it and then if we keep seeing that same repetition, mm -hmm. for example, if I'm on the if I'm on if I'm on the street, and I constantly see this cop car turning this corner looking for people, it might be a bad idea to, to stay on this corner. Mm -hmm. So, and that's not making it right to say, oh well, all girls are this, all women are that. No, but most men they know what they want, and they know what they don't want. So if this guy, where was he raised? That's another thing. If he's raised in a certain community, yeah. Yeah. he's not going to tolerate that. He's not going to tolerate That's disrespect a and a certain thing. Like you have, you have white guys who are raised in Beverly Hills that there's no way they're going to date a black woman with a bad attitude and a bad mouth. But then there's there's white dudes that are born and raised in Baton Rouge. That's gone. Well, they went all day long. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what they're used to being around. Um, exactly. I do have another question. And oh. and I, as never, I don't know where the guy was raised, but mm -hmm. um, I, I would venture to say that he was likely raised around white people and because he mm -hmm. was an attractive guy. So I don't think that yeah. his, you know, he had a problem getting black women because of he wasn't attractive. But yeah. um, I do have another question for him. So I've seen this a lot and I just saw somebody bring it up in the chat. They're mm -hmm. talking about how the Alabama brawl, so how black men and, and even a couple black women, you know, mm -hmm. were quick to jump in in defense of a black man. But when okay. it's a black woman, there's all of this scrutiny and there's even a measuring stick to determine whether or not she deserves protection. Right. There you what go. What are your thoughts regarding that? Oh, that's, that's just, that's the situation. Where was it? Alabama. What if you know and if you know anything about the history in that era, it wouldn't have mattered if it was a black guy or a black woman. If there was three white mm -hmm. guys jumping on a black woman, every single one of them brothers would have jumped down there. You know, you got to look at where that situation was. You know what I'm saying? And in New York, same thing. If you're if you're just in Times Square and there's a white guy or someone beating up on a chick. You best believe every dude, even the homeless dude, gonna jump in and get his hands on homeboy. It's you know, it's just it, it's all about where you are. Situation, women, you have to be situational awareness. Men were taught yeah. this all day, every day. Mm -hmm. So in Alabama, yeah, if that was a girl, 
and the dudes hauled off on her. Oh yeah, dudes would two, three dudes would have swam out that boat going to help this chick. Absolutely. And if it was a guy, same thing, especially because of the history of that place. So that when people have the big conversations, oh well, black, you know, they wouldn't have done that. If it, that I don't think that's fair because that was a very rare situation. Yeah. So now if you're telling me something in Sacramento or in like a, I don't know. Washington or something. Right. Yeah. The the situations might be a little bit different, but even then if a girl, no guys, just, if a girl just minding her business and starts getting pummeled on, no dude is just going to stand there and watch that. Especially if he saw her just minding her business. But if she's out here in these streets doing what she's doing, antagonizing dudes, being disrespectful, bucking at cats, and somebody hit her, we're just like, don't poke the bear. It's interesting. Um, there was a situation where a girl went into a gas station. This is an old story. Okay. But yeah. as she was trying to walk into the gas station, mm-hmm. you had guys tugging at her. Uh, mm-hmm. grabbing at her, um, yeah. trying to talk to her, trying mm-hmm. to get her to stop. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes down to women, what we don't realize we're still our own best protection mm-hmm. and prevention. Right. And we'll put ourselves in situations like that. Although she needed some gas and men don't have a right to touch her. Right. We still have to realize that villains exist. Bad people mm-hmm. exist. The boogeyman yeah. does exist, yeah. and he's not going anywhere. Every man um, in here knows knows the gas station at late at night. They're not going to. I live in L.A. I'm not going to a gas station in Inglewood, Compton, mm-hmm. uh, uh, over by the airport. I'm not. I'm not stopping at that gas station. I will risk running out of gas trying to work my way into Beverly Hills because I know what happens on those blocks. I'm not from there. And yeah. I like to wear a lot I've of seen books. women do the videos and they say, watch what's going to happen as soon as I get out this car. Like, I, so women know, like, come on, like, I don't know. You my know. daughters, I so have daughters that are in their 20s. Yes. And they know if they go to a gas yes. station, this girl was dressed, she just came from a club or was on her way to a club. Mm-hmm. Like, it's unfortunate, but we have to live in reality. Yes, mm-hmm. men should be able to control themselves. But the reality yes. in which we live in, like Danny just mm-hmm. said, monsters yeah. exist. Yeah. And so right then and there, she sort of said, you know what, girl, if she had her homegirl with her, you know what? I should probably go to a different one because I already know what happens here. It's situational awareness. Again, you think sometimes women think they're invulnerable, like they can nothing's going to happen. Oh, he might just say a few words. There are some true savages out here. Yeah. Men, we know these dudes. We we got a friend or two, someone that we're associated with that we know that they are a savage. I know dudes who have no problem hitting a girl. No problem. I'm not close friends with these guys, but I went to college with these guys. I've seen these dudes in action. I've watched a girl buck up on a guy on a basketball court, smooching him in his face, and he just decided, you know what, I've had enough. And next thing you know, here comes the ambulance and the police. This is in college. And everyone told her, don't mess with this dude. Mm-hmm. But you, you you sometimes feel like you're bulletproof. Like, yeah. you know what? I'll be okay. I'll be, no, men, we know. We pull up at a gas station. Ah, 
It's, like, it's not a good look. Let me go to the other one. Let me go to the one that has more lights. Exactly. It has more cars there. Yeah. Let me finish reading these super chats. Yeah. A shout out to Mr. Curlin. Hey, Mr. Curlin. Um, he says, in my opinion, as Black Americans, I don't believe this situation is our issue. Sounds like that particular Somali community handled their own. Was it cool? Not at all. But there are two other sides to this story, his mm -hmm. and the truth. Mm -hmm. um, thank mm -hmm. you so much, babe. And a shout out to MGTOW Universe. He says, men understand that any dispute with another man can end in death. Uh, it's women that come around, ha ha, kiki, and playing in a man's face because <laughs> they feel protected via the system slash random men, etc. cetera. Yes. Um, thank you so much for that, MGTOW. And shout out to you again. He says, women don't owe you their body for sex. Men don't owe you their body for Ooh. protection. Was that mm. word? Like, come on now. Come Ooh. on now. Child, MGTOW was like, he, 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 he been waiting on this shit. MGTOW, yeah. He's he, he he in the chamber. <laughs> MGTOW was ready for <laughs> Uh, shout out to Eric um, Detman. He says, Ooh. how quickly we forget about Travis Rudolph. I had a situation like that. Talk about it. So if I remember correctly, Travis Rudolph is the young man that was dealing with a girl who was married. Mm -hmm. And whatever their argument was, came to the house, started hitting on him, called her brother, her mm -hmm. brother and his friends, mm -hmm. go shoot his shit up. Which means him too. I don't care yeah. what she said in court. She lied so many anyway. She meant that. Yeah, she meant that. I've dealt mm -hmm. with a girl. I've I didn't so there are girls, and most men know this. There are girls who will date you and will not tell you that they're married or that they're oh. separated. <laughs> Separate doesn't mean divorce, just so you know. That's not right. YouTube, but and I've had three situations in LA, two situations in New York. Two situations in Maryland. Dang. This is a common thing. And the girl was OK, well, I'm separated. I can move on now. No, you need to let him know 100 percent. And I've had to do I had to do roll up on me. Roll up on me in his car, hand in his waist. I'm exposed. I ain't got I can't run nowhere. I got one of my homeboys with me, but ain't nothing we can do. He's strapped up. It took a mutual friend that I didn't even see that just so happened to come out the McDonald's to go holler at dude and then be like, oh, yo, that's Sean. I know him. He played ball with me. Yo, what's up? What's um, going on? And then he says, yo, he was with my girl. And he's like, and then dude's like, okay, well, what happened? Well, my girl said she was with him. She kissed him and he kissed her, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes to me like, yo, did you know that was that she had a man? I said, no, had no clue. I don't know who you are. You running on me, running up on me with a strap. I have no clue who you are. Wow. So we squashed that situation. But if he didn't have half a sense, and if my boy uh, Garth didn't come out the, the joint, I could have been shot up in that moment. We're in DC. Yeah. So these are things that happen. Right. So that situation with him, she went and got her crew, lied to them, had a whole husband. Mm -hmm. And then now her brother's dead. Or the one of her friends. Yeah, dead. one of the friends. Right. 
And there's a second gun that's still missing. Mm -hmm. I, so, I still don't know how they didn't charge her. But yeah, there, those yeah, these situations happen. You yeah. know, like a woman gets upset and she calls her brother and you don't mm -hmm. know how things are going to end. I actually, my cousin um, called her brother because her baby daddy at the time was acting up and he put his hands on her. Brother came by and him and the baby daddy had words and he mm -hmm. q the baby daddy multiple mm -hmm. times and she yeah. jumped on top of him on the ground, jumped yeah. on top of him on the ground to say, mm -hmm. don't do it again. Yeah. And, you know, he went to jail for like 17 years because of that. But like mm -hmm. yeah. it happens every day. Yeah. <laughs> it happens every yeah. day. One of my friends went to jail for he did 12 years protecting a girl in D.C. Dude was trying to beat on her. And he had a gun. And then my boy and one of his boys had a bat. So the dude, you know, he my boy stepped in and was like, yo, yo, chill with that. And dude was like, well, what you going to do? Pull the strap out. His boy wasn't paying attention. So my friend snatched the bat from his boy quickly, hit the dude with a gun. The gun fell. He beat oh. the dude and ended up killing him on wow. accident. Wow. Trying to protect his chick, and then he did 12 years for that. You can't wow. blame black men for wanting to, like, to, for you can't blame black, black men for being hesitant to involve themselves. I want my yeah. husband to come home to me, <laughs> like, I, because we yeah. always talk about this. Like, there's so many black men that have sacrificed themselves for the community, mm -hmm. and who looks out for their family when they're gone, Nobody. when they're dead and gone, when they're locked mm -hmm. up. Who look, yeah. like even Malcolm X? Nobody looks out for Betty Shabazz. Like yeah. people don't look at you. Will set you will give your body for mm -hmm. black folks, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's unfortunate that she's struggling over there with them kids." Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and then life goes on, mm -hmm. and now your yeah. family has to struggle mm -hmm. because you intervene. And that's not saying intervening is necessarily wrong, but it will do it when it's warranted. When you got a random girl who's just walking, minding her business, and dude decides he wants to just jump on him, yeah, we're not doing, we're not, we're not having that. Yeah. We're gonna get in, we're gonna get in on that one. But if she, if it's an argument, especially, we don't know, we don't know if they're together. We don't know domestic. We don't know this is normal. We jump in, he shoots us, we out. They're back together, and now my family doesn't have Sean no more. Mm -hmm. Who, 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 who gonna, who gonna take care of them? Who gonna help yeah. them? No one. So that's why we're cautious. Now that's mm -hmm. now the dudes that are out here hitting on chicks. You ain't supposed to be doing that. You'll get dealt with. Right. The dudes who hit on girls, those are the dudes who can't fight. Most of the well, dudes who hit girls can't fight, and they won't hit dudes. Well, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because mm -hmm. I still wanted to talk about when it comes down to black boys. Mm -hmm. A lot of these men came from single parent households, yeah. single mother households to be yeah. exact. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What is happening in those households that's mm -hmm. when the men grow up, mm -hmm. then they're starting to commit these acts of violence against women or they have a very short fuse toward women. What right. is happening in those households? It's not just women. It's everyone. I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I'm angry. I'm angry at the world. But why? My father left me. I don't know why. I know what my mother told me. Or I know why he left, but I'm still angry that he didn't come back for me. I took it personally. It's in my book. I said, 
my father, even after my father left, he tried eight, nine years to build a relationship with me, even after he left, after he was wrong and left. I didn't want nothing to do with him because I was angry. So now I got a chip on the shoulder. The whole world owes me. I don't care who you are. And then I'm going through high school, keep getting overlooked. I'm good. I'm in, in this situation. This isn't working out. I'm getting laid off from here. The world has reminded me, don't nobody care. I'm angry. I get older. It don't change. I'm angrier because it's building up. My father, he's still trying. I don't want to hear that. You left me and you didn't come back. So now something, one situation happens. Now the whole world owes me. Including you, including the woman down there, including the dude down there, everyone owes me. That's what's happening with these young men out here. That's 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 what's happening. And a lot of times when the fathers are not around, it's not that he don't want to be around. Sometimes we don't want him around. It ain't like he's not trying. We are right. angry. We get angry. We don't want to talk to him. Because now we've gotten a little bit older. Like, no, I needed you when I was a kid. Now I'm grown. I'm going to handle it on my own. You left me when I needed you. Why do I need you now? And that's what happens with a lot of young black men when their fathers are gone at an early age. So but she can't do nothing with us. So, yeah. but, but even with us as being nurturers mm -hmm. and trying to care for our boys and being our boys support system. Yeah, don't matter. And it's not enough for mm -hmm. black boys. No, because we and need, I want to make that clear to women. We need our fathers. You are not going to strike fear in me. My father is because I know he will beat my ass. I will have to run from that house because he's going to come after me. I can't disrespect my mother. He will beat my ass. I can't disrespect my sister. He will beat my ass. I can't disrespect my teachers. He will beat my ass. But if he's not there, who going to do that? Who going to do that when my mom's 5'6 and I'm 6'1? And you said her love, her, a mother's love is matter. not enough. A mother's love is a mother's love. We always come back to it if the mother's love is there. But at the same time, I mean. What about <laughs> if the mother's love isn't there? Does that cause it's men even to worse. be even? That's where I want to go. It's even worse. Now the world really owes me because don't nobody love me. Now let me show you what I can do. Let me show you what I've learned on these streets that taught me that the world doesn't love me and showed me because my mother and my family don't even love me. Now, let me show you what I've learned. Let me go rob this cat. Let me go shoot. The, let me, I, there's a part of my book. I told people as I was going through that, that spiral moment, I remember grabbing my gun, jumping in the car. And I literally was just like, yo, everybody owes me. I ran, uh, I went over to Hollywood. I ran down on a homeless dude. Jumped out the car. Give me what you got. I was so out of it, not understanding that the dude's homeless. He ain't got nothing. But it didn't matter. You owe me. You owe me. Give it up. And then it got to the point where he was like talking like, yo, yo, calm down, calm down. Put the gun down. And yo, I understand. I'm not. And it got to the point where I snapped out of it and realized I'm over here about to rob a homeless dude. 
So I brought my gun. I ended up having a 15 minute conversation with the dude. Wow. He was on the streets for the same reason that I'm running the streets with a gun. He was homeless because of that. He went to jail, ended up homeless on the streets. That's where he lives now. So I had my mother, but I didn't have that control factor. I lost the control factor when my father left. But she kept me around a lot of guys. So I wasn't, I didn't really get into the streets until after college, I mean, after high school. Then I was really just, and that's how I ended up in jail. How long did you stuff. spend in jail? Huh? How long were you in jail? Oh, shoot. I had a, well, I got lucky. I ended up with a seven-year sentence for assault and theft. Because basically what happened, we were being stupid kids. I was 17, went steal a shirt. Just like when the Dream Team first came out. And then an undercover officer grabbed us in the mall. But he didn't have a badge on. So we just started just, just beating the brakes off this dude to come to find out it was undercover. So we got we were getting assault on the undercover. Wow. So they were giving us seven years. But because he didn't have his badge on him, they gave us five days with seven years probation. Seven years probation at 17? Anything, a traff, a speeding ticket would have sent me back to jail. But wow, the interesting part of that the five days I was in, they called themselves making a mistake and they wanted to make examples out of us because they didn't have to send us to jail. It was a shirt. But what they did was they put us in a unit with people who had murders. Mm -hmm. So y'all had like a little scared straight thing going um, on. It was it was something like that. But I mean, being in there, fights, you first thing I, you learn, get a weapon quick. Um, you hear, I can't say you witness, you hear prison R's going on. And you know what that does to a kid at 17? Yeah. <laughs> and he comes out to the rest of the world and he has to try to act like that didn't happen. That part of your life is just, come on. Wow. So that's what happens when these young men don't have their father there to correct them. Wow. Um, let me read the super chat. <laughs> Cause I mean, this is a really heavy, it, it's definitely a heavy conversation, yeah. but I think we need to be able to speak out loud about like what the hell is happening because yeah. I don't think it's going to get any better from here. And so, you know, I think we're living in scary times, um, especially for women that live in large cities. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm re I'm really worried about them. Um, we had did a, a, some content on the violence in Chicago okay. um, a few months ago, maybe about two months ago, we had did some um, content on the women in Chicago and what mm -hmm. was happening up there and all the violence that they're facing mm -hmm. um, with being alone in the hood. Mm -hmm. What do you think the solution is? Uh, when it comes to Chicago? Or just in general, Chicago was one of those places well, like, so that- Cities like that. Yeah. Um, if you can afford to do it, move. 
Forget family, forget all that stuff. If you could afford to do it. If not, that's where situational awareness comes in. You need to understand, yeah, I want to go out and have fun. Travel in large groups. Don't go out there just you and your homegirl. Because, again, there are dudes that are pure savages out here. They've had it. They've been through the system. They've been berated by their families, maybe their their mother, their sisters. They they have they have no bones they no bones about hitting a woman. Or God, I would never raise anyone, my son an officer. Have you ever seen a man attack an officer? Mm-hmm. I have. Shit, I, I did it. And the the look on his face was literally the same as a woman's look the look on a woman's face when a man attacks her wow. oh yeah he couldn't believe he he literally went up you couldn't believe it there are dudes out here they don't care about none of that wow. those are the dudes that are at the higher part of society no mm-hmm. you know but they're in the same places where these things happen so yeah. my first thing would say, get out of there. First chance you get, because it's not going to change. Those areas are Chicago is never not going to be Chicago. It's just not. Right. Baton Rouge will never not be Baton Rouge. Compton will never not be Compton. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So this is a, a, a oh, I'm sorry, concrete. No, go ahead. Uh, so a common talking point in the space is that men know these mm-hmm. men and they protect these type of violent men they don't call them out these men are mm-hmm. allowed to exist within their circles mm-hmm. um hang around each other like and not to say that they just kick it with each other uh mm-hmm. all willy-nilly but mm-hmm. there's almost like a denial that these type of men exist what mm-hmm. are your thoughts on that about the friend the people who are friends with these guys who know these uh, guys no. It's like you have a group of men that mm-hmm. commit these types of acts against women, yes. um, against bullies of the neighborhood. Okay. But nobody really holds those men accountable. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why that is. Well, because in, in certain specific moments, uh, someone, uh, who was it? Uh, Prody, she said, she mentioned a guy named Boone. So if any of you guys, so you ladies, do some research on a guy, and I believe it was Nate Boone or Boone. He was uh, pretty much uh, an enforcer for a group called The Best Friends. I'm very familiar with the story. Mm-hmm. When you get a guy like that who's in these streets, there's nothing you can do with him. There's a lot of guys like there's nothing you can do with him. You just have to hope life sorts it out. Mm-hmm. Because if you attack a dude like this, you got to come guns blazing. You have to either take his life or he's going to take yours. There are guys in the hoods that we all know that are like this. That's why if you're in a state where you can carry a weapon, most dudes carry. That's why mm-hmm. like in certain places in Texas and in, in a lot of areas, you don't see a lot of, you don't, you don't, the violence level is a bit more chill. Now, if we're in a club, okay, they're probably getting it in. But just on the average, just on the street, just running up on somebody, people are hesitant because they know in Texas, most people carry. Mm-hmm. So these guys who 
or the underbelly of society, you have to let life sort that out. Because if you send your brother and his crew or his friend to go sort that out, and you're dealing with someone like Boone, everybody, the whole neighborhood, yeah, all, all the, all the, his whole crew gonna come after you. Not only is he gonna kill you, he's gonna go exactly. Out they're gonna go out to your family. It's it's never ending. Yeah, like you. Yeah, it's never ending. And my ex was from Chicago, and when I would go with him, sometimes, like sometimes we lived outside of Chicago, but he would be going home, and he'd be like, "You can't come with me because they're warring in the neighborhood that I live in." Like literally, right. the sometimes the entire summer they were warring back and forth. So mm -hmm. they, you know, somebody did something to somebody with some pool. And it's never ending. Like they no. catch you, they don't, mm -hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah, it's very dangerous. And I don't under, I don't know if we as women understand just how dangerous. Because mm -hmm. like, are you really, you know, want someone to risk their life because mm -hmm. you couldn't shut your mouth because you didn't know how to ignore someone who mm -hmm. is unhinged? Mm -hmm. You know, like. Are you, are, do you really expect everybody around you to risk their life and or get engaged in this back and forth war for months, all kinds mm -hmm. of casualties as a result of you not knowing when to just chill? I'll give you a good example. That. I'll give you a good example. Um, one of the neighbors I used to live in um, when I was in high school, there was a dude who caught beef with this crew in the high school. They couldn't, the crew couldn't catch him. So they caught his little brother, Damn. caught his little brother, threw him in a U-Haul, mm. stomped him to death and killed him. My cousin wow. was one of the one of the dudes who was in there stomping this kid. Wow. And my cousin did 16 years. The other did other two of the dudes did life. Two other dudes got eight or nine years. That's how it works. When you're dealing with certain, you don't, that's again, you don't understand who you're dealing with. You go so, talk crazy to this dude, and maybe he don't want to hit a girl. But he's like, wait a minute, she got a brother who I see on the ball court every day. Hmm. Let me get at him tomorrow. And now he runs up on me. He's getting at me, and I don't even know what the beef is about. I'm just squared up trying to figure what it's about. He decides he wants to just go ahead and let off a couple rounds. And me, I never know what's going on because I'm not here no more. But then later on, people find out he was beefing with my sister the other day. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to hit her, so he decided to get at me. That's how but, it works. And and I 100% agree. And I'm just going to ask my question because it, it, it's fitting mm -hmm. like for me to ask it at this time. But so like, but does that black men being hesitant for whatever, for mm -hmm. good reason, for good reason, yeah. saying, okay. I don't know if I'm going to get involved in this. Does mm -hmm. that make the collective of black man, men look weak? Does that make black men, you know, look weak? And does that make uh, the black community and black women and children vulnerable to attacks from other people because they know black men ain't gonna do nothing? Well, no, no, it, it doesn't. It, it it makes us smart because we know what can happen. You ladies don't know what can happen because you don't deal with these situations. You're not. You're over here barking at him. And you don't see five, six other guys on the corner strapped up. Now, they're not moving because you're a girl. But the minute me and my boys jump in, 
they're going to move from that corner. You never saw them. All you're talking about is a dude that's in front of you. So when we get out in these streets, we're aware everything in our visual, including what's behind us. That's why when you go to on a date or you go to a restaurant with, with a guy, he's always paying attention to where the door is. Oh, yeah. He very rarely has his back to the door. Yeah. Because he's he's trained this way. He knows My I need to be able to like that. He's awareness. not sitting. I know. So now I've learned. Men weak. No, yeah. right. It doesn't make black men weak. Right. We're strategic. We know that if I lose my life, what's this? Girl? I don't know this girl. I don't know what she just did. Now, again, she's walking mind her business. Dude hauls off on her. You know, that's not cool. Now, I'm pretty sure his crew would be like, hey, yeah, I don't do that. But well, no. With the online rhetoric that's mm -hmm. going on from the men and the women, because you do have a anti-black woman um, sentiment that comes through the manosphere space. Oh yeah. I've, and I've then you it. have a anti-black man rhetoric mm -hmm. that's coming from the divestment spaces, as well as some of the BWE spaces that are very mm -hmm. anti-black men. Mm -hmm. With, we know that everybody that's on the computer it's coming from a real source these are real people behind these avatars mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um people really feel some type of way yeah. but do you think that the rhetoric online mm -hmm. is causing an increase in these situations with the violence against women yeah i think so because um wow. you have something that's called keyboard warriors mm -hmm. they talk that talk they do that they'll even sometimes they'll even get on camera and talk that stuff because we're on, the, we're on the internet. But if you put them in front of another man, they're not going to talk crazy like that. They're going to think twice about that. So a lot of these guys, you got you have professional trollers in these manifest spaces. But you also have these, some guys, I've watched a few channels. I'm not going to get into the names, but some of these guys who are pretty popular in the manosphere, these are mostly, most of these dudes are dudes who never got girls. <laughs> and they have a vendetta against women. So now they're also using the money and power aspect. And uh, I'm going to say this one because I just don't like these guys. But <laughs> the, the, well, they just got the, the group fresh and fit. These two guys uh -huh. are a good example. These mm -hmm. two guys, mm -hmm. you can look at them and tell they did not get girls in high school or college. Mm -hmm. Most likely they were the awkward guys. They really didn't know how to talk to girls and stuff like that. But when they got money, they decided to start flexing on girls. And because they can pay prostitutes, hookers to come in and make it seem like the girls are there for them. No, they're paid to be there. So they're going to do what they want to do. But you have a lot of channels that are like that. And the guys, they just have a they're just angry with women. That's just what it is. And the real man, we can see it. We're just like, all right, that dude's a cornball. This and this might be correct, but for the most part, they're cornballs. But these are all mm -hmm. guys. Who, most of the guys who are saying attack women, attack women. I'm this, this. I'm just. Most of these dudes. Most of them are dudes that just ain't never had girls. They the, the oddballs. They were probably the nerd in school. They got picked on, bullied. Now they grew up a little bit. Got a little bit of paper. Now they're they're angry at you, ladies, because <laughs> you ladies wouldn't take them out on a date. Well, they well, but them take you out. but this is the other thing. So they have yeah. their passport bro movement. Okay. Um, 
everybody has decided to mostly separate. So you got women in, uh, supposedly going in mm -hmm. one direction. You have the men supposedly going in, in another direction. Okay. What's the problem? Okay, so let me let me help you with that one. Um, the whole passport bro thing, I think is trash, to be honest with you. I think there he is said a, that. I ain't said that. He said I, I that. I said it, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because there's two sides, there's two sides to it. There are guys that are just literally just going over there and just tricking, doing what they do, and then they come back and talk bad. Me, I don't come back and talk bad. I'm not, I don't consider myself a passport bro because I've been dating and doing whatever I do for years before this whole passport bro thing became to be whatever it is. But you have a lot of guys, they're not even dating these girls or no, no, these in these other countries. Like I'm in Mexico a lot. I'll go to like, well, Puerto Rico's part of the US, but I've been in Puerto Rico. And these dudes are literally just over there. They're doing what a lot of ladies do when they go on vacation. Look at this, look what this person did. It's more of just flexing and saying, look at what I'm doing. Most these dudes are not going over there and trying to wife chicks. Now there's some that are, but the ones that are aren't talking. So the ones that are that. doing all the blah, 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 blah. These are dudes that are just trying to make a statement. They're only looking for a fun time anyway. Exactly. I go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. I've had to help a few guys get out of a jam because they over there. They don't know. They don't know where they at. They don't know who's who. And they doing all this camera stuff and with the girls being extra friendly with the girls and not knowing that you talking to a girl who's connected with a cartel. Mm -hmm. So now they don't like all that stuff. And then you, you an American, you're coming over there and you doing all this crazy stuff. Like I've had to go talk to the guy in Spanish be like, Oh, it's okay. I got him. I'll take care of him. And the dude was like, take care of him before we take care of him. Mm -hmm. This kid never even knew he was in danger. So wow. there's the guy, what's his name? Austin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got ran out of Brazil. <laughs> They're not having that over there. The former general of the passport bros. Right. Let me even me going to Mexico. Now. I understand there's rules. I understand I can't be out here flaunting and doing certain things. But these dudes, they don't understand that because the guys over there, they know what 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 American men are doing. You're coming over here to flash and show off our girls to make it seem like. You know, you got it like that, and that they're better. You're you're basically using our girls. You don't care about our women. Exactly. So let me make an example out of you because our laws are different than the US. I could stab you up, it ain't nothing gonna happen. Yeah. So the the passport thing, the majority of it is just blah blah blah. But there are dudes that are going over there, they're meeting girls, they're meeting their wives or whatever, but you don't usually hear about these guys. <clears throat> Like in this conversation, you would never know unless I told you my girl was Latina. Right. You would never know. A lot of men lead with that. They want you yeah. to know, hey, I got a baddie in Brazil. I got, you yeah. know, a lot yeah. of men True. lead with that. So yeah. I'm like, it's none of y'all business. <laughs> you know, I'm like, it ain't the world's business what I'm doing. I like that. I like yeah. that. I'm just doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You um, can even go on my, uh, my Instagram. You won't see, you probably won't see one picture of her. Why not? And that's not because I'm ashamed of her. 
My page is about business. Mm. Okay. But I, I put her in my stories a lot, like a lot of stuff that oh. I do, I'll show her. Yeah. But my page is structured around business. But even if I did have her up there, I would never be talking about, oh, she's this, she's that because she's from here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, she, I'll say she's this and she's that because she treats me good. She's a good woman. Right. She comes from a good family. Mm-hmm. No matter where she's from, I don't care. Down the block I or like up, up around the corner. Don't matter. Because we've also seen men in the space get played by women overseas because you go over there and you let your guard completely down. No matter who you're dealing with, if you're trying to build something with this person, you need to vet them. I don't care what country you're in. And people will, they think that just black American women are the only women that are full of SHIT when, you know, all women have the ability to manipulate. Like, all me, women, um, if you understand female nature, it's not just you understanding female nature as it relates to black American women. You need to understand you. that female nature is, you know, across the board. It applies across I, the board. Most of my female friends here in L.A. Mm-hmm. are Hispanic. Um, I, have, I have black friends as well. But, um, I mean, California is just most, it's, L.A. is mostly Hispanic. So that's, that's mm-hmm. particularly why. The women there, highly aggressive. Really? Very disrespectful. They will cut you. Like but they're spicy they're no because different. they're Latino. But no, they're super spicy. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they know what's going on. Like the people in the US, we had like, don't nobody else around the world got YouTube. They see what's going on. They know dudes are coming over there just to get this, just to get that. They're not stupid. I've mm-hmm. talked to girls out there who, who know my, my know my girl, and they're like, yeah, we know these dudes are trying to come through and trick off, so, you know, we just play the game. Exactly. Colombia's the same thing. Colombia know, exactly. Colombians know why most American men are in Colombia up there dating girls. They know why you're here. Exactly. They know, they're not stupid. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, I mean, the whole divesting thing. I hey, I'm like, whatever makes you happy, just just don't disrespect people in the process. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. Yeah. I've had quite a few. You know, you yeah. we we all have reasons why we date who we date, and, and that's perfectly fine. It's no one's business. Um I do have another question for you, though, Sure. because you said something earlier about black women choosing and highlighting the wrong women to represent them. And as a black woman, I Mm -hmm. resent that, to be completely honest, because (laughs) why is it that black women always have to be looked upon as the monolith and the black women are representatives of all of black women when black men get to separate themselves like this guy who hit the woman with the brick allegedly and there's a guy right now on tiktok that's threatening to rape women that if women deserve to be great if they reject men like why is it that black men get to separate themselves from the ills of their you know within their group but black women the trashiest of black women have to be the representative for all black women because y'all don't separate yourselves from them. We do. We handle them. Dudes like that, we catch, we catch them outside the club. Dudes like that, they get found in a ditch. Talk about you're gonna go, you're gonna rape this. Okay, okay, we got you, we got you. 
that's the same dude within a year or so you're going to find him he'll be disappeared we deal with those dudes we handle them but you ladies you ladies have a girl code that's no no matter how wrong she is you gotta protect your sister we don't do that i agree I agree. I can't even deny. Like I've actually brought that up to Danny do in the past. If he's wrong, he's wrong. Men, if he did, yeah. he did. Black men are excellent at making sure <laughs> that you know that that's pookie them. That ain't the productive men. Black no, women, no. we feel like we have to support all black women, or you're yes. shaming them, or you're being right. mean, and that's not yeah. right. That's I agree. not right. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. No, we don't support the pookies. They in their own world. Let yeah. them do what. The, let the pookies do what they do. Let them x themselves out. We, we 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 don't have time for that we we doing what we do but you ladies it's that girl code you protect them when they're wrong we deal with them when, when we're wrong my boys that night that i was getting ready to run up he my boy called me was like yo stay your ass in the house and you better answer the phone in the morning or i'm gonna come get you like mm -hmm. you got a crew they look out for you yeah. they keep you away from that nonsense these are rogue dudes running around here and he'll get dealt with He'll try to get a, he'll try to get at the wrong chick. She'll probably she might pull out her own strap and, and that's what it is. For black women, if a black woman is on some BS and she about to go tear up mm -hmm. the club, a black woman gonna be like, pick me up on your way, or I'll meet right. you there. Because he's not gonna disrespect you, and he's not gonna this he not gonna disrespect. Yeah. No, he's not gonna disrespect you. He's gonna knock your head off. That's, yeah, what that's true. You and he your girl. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So again, yeah. it goes to you don't know when to stop. Mm -hmm. If he's being disrespectful, let him have it. Put your ego to the side. Say, you know what? This dude might actually hurt me. I think this. we're at a point now, though. Mm -hmm. Um, you got women who do have um are uh concealed and carry. Yeah. Um that kind of feel like we can handle it now that we got a strap and you know, i, I think a it's a terrible that. mentality to have personally but i got a story why? for that i saw a girl try to talk about why do you whatever. think it's a bad mentality well at the end of the day our reflexes and what we're used to doing with guns mm -hmm. and how I we're agree. used to handling weapons mm -hmm. isn't generally as um proficient as a man now not to say i'm i'm actually a sharpshooter okay like, well yeah you I'm, have experience I'm, but most women yeah. don't <laughs> but even when it comes down to even my very own experiences with knowing how to shoot and aim right um i being able to pull a gun out of a holster, take the damn gun off of safety. Um, Girl, it's gonna be in the bottom of our purse. We can exactly. <laughs> it takes longer than you think. Oh, it does. Yeah, it takes. It and might only be what you seconds. That show women get their weapons taken from them. Taken from that's them what I was getting ready to say. I know yeah. of a situation. She talked all that stuff. And she had she was handing her bag like you don't you better back up you better he took her gun from her and, hit, and beat her with it yeah. first off you don't tell somebody what you're about to do you do what you're gonna do and then you get if if you're too close you get some space in between you that way if thing. he decides yeah. he wants to jump at you how are you gonna pull a gun out of that 10 mile long purse y'all ladies got <laughs> caught up with mascara and the and, and the change bag and the 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really? You got a whole time, bag you up hit you twice, took your purse yeah. and your gun. Yeah. And then, to be honest, women oftentimes, too, I think the same report said this, if I'm not mistaken, they uh, will um, threaten you to get you to back up. Most women don't want to pull the trigger. Like, yeah. we'll say, hey, I'm going to, yeah. if you don't, and they're still approaching, and yeah. that's how they close in yeah. that distance to be we able don't to threaten. grab it. Yeah. No, our daddy's told us you pull your gun out, you better use you, it. You better use it. If you're pulling it out, you better yeah. shoot. You pull yeah. it out, you, and you, you, you better it. aim to kill yeah. because you ain't trying yeah. to shoot him in the leg, you yeah. aim Ooh. for the chest, right? And years ago, that was a thing don't kill him, wound him. But now, that same guy comes back yeah. with his crew who got guns mm -hmm. and they catch you with a they catch you with a stop sign and they light yeah. your car up, don't matter who's in there with you, your kids. Your wife, your girlfriend, your parents, your grandmother, you don't care about mm -hmm. that. So when it comes to gun, like I own guns. I pray I never have to use it. But if I get put in right. that situation, he ain't getting a warning. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting a warning. Why would I do that? Mm -mm. So that's why with ladies, it's it's I think it's good that you that you can carry, get training, you know, like you have. Mm -hmm but you you need situational awareness to go with that training with the gun yep you need to be able to look at somebody and be like okay you know what I, he's walking as if he's strapped okay he's posturing okay he's over here but who's over there the whole time you're focused on this guy talking about you're going to do this there's two people behind you and then you hear click yep that's a scary sound. I've heard that before. When you hear click, only thing you wait for now is that pop. So that's why I tell you, it's like, it's your mouth. You can raise a man or you can destroy a man with that. You can get yourself out of a situation or you can put yourself in a situation. And as intelligent as you ladies are, I would think you would know how to get out of that as opposed right. to antagonizing, antagonizing somebody that you don't know. Uh, do you think it's a situation with that <clears throat> is a younger demographic or is it women from all age ranges for the most part? I, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's, um, I think it's younger. Uh, when I say younger, I have to, I'm 40. Them girls in their twenties, the city girls, them hot. Um, girls. city girls for the most part. Most women who are, I'll say, 35, 34 and older, most of them know, know not to do that. Know not to do certain things. Most of us, because I most. think Rose seems like a woman, um, in her mid thirties to early forties, isn't mm -hmm. she, Concrete? Rose, uh, I would say in her mid thirties for sure. I yeah. think yeah. it depends, and it's all like also. Women, I know women in their that are you know from the city, from Chicago, or from some urban areas. They still mm -hmm. like you know with the you know they you know they haven't you know developed in that way. Um, so yeah. yeah, they still go run their mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. And and again, we us men, we know if we're running our mouth, not out ten times, we've already surveyed the area. We know what's around us. So we're like, okay, we got this cat. Okay, I already know who's over here, who's over here, who's over here. If I'm by myself, I might be less likely. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially if it's more of them and it's only myself, me and my boy, we can handle our own. But we've been right. in situations where it was six of them. And we're like, you know what? Y'all got it. Yeah, we this, we that. Y'all got it. Girls are running around. It's only one of you. And you're bucking oh, yeah. it again. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, true. Because we're expecting someone else to put their life on the line. Exactly. But it's not going to happen. I have one more question for you real quick. Sure. What, what is this a slippery slope that men are going up with this whole trying to determine who needs protection? Because what 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 about when it's their mom? What about when it's their daughter? What about the women That's who are question. deserving of protection? How do you even how do you even determine that? I, 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 it seems like a very slippery slope for the collective to take on this mindset that only certain women deserve protection mm-hmm. because. You know, if it's your daughter, you would want, you would hope that someone would intervene. So I've thought about this, you know, because mm-hmm. I have a sister, I have female cousins, I have my, I have my mom and mm-hmm. um, and I have my, my homegirls. All of my homegirls and my mom, all the women in my life, we know we represent each other. So I don't have to worry about someone, some dude deciding he wanted to go off and hit my mother or to hit and even if they did i know that my mother's the type of woman that if that were to happen every dude around would jump in on that one because they know she's minding her business she's not starting stuff with nobody my sister i I worry about her sometimes because she's got a mouth but at the same time she's older so she's she knows enough to call me or to call her Mm ex-husband or to call her son or to call her cousin. So in most cases, if she gets into it with some guys and she don't roll alone, she rolls with a crew. So mm-hmm. if you're if your family is disrespectful, your cousins, your mother, your people, then yeah, you have to worry about that. If they don't know how to talk to people, that yeah, it's it's a problem. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, you know, because I don't have to worry about my sister, mom. I don't have to, I don't worry about that stuff because I know if any dude decides they want to hit on them, they carry themselves in a way in which other dudes will be like, nah, that's not right. So, and we have that. We like, okay, you know what? Nah, this chick's minding her business. She was just asking a question or she was walking this way. He felt the way he felt. He doesn't have, no. Nah, dude, you're not about to do that. And then in that case, if he if he bucks at me or oh, what you want to do, blah, 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 it's likely that there's other dudes are going to stand up. Yo, well, now you got to fight all of us. What's good? Mm-hmm. There is that factor with us men, but if you're out there being reckless, you're bringing the heat in, and then you want us to come save you. Where this dude might hesitate shooting you, he's not going to hesitate shooting me. He can, he can, he can justify that one. Mm-hmm. He can justify. Oh, oh, dude rushed me. He this this and this. I don't know. He was bigger than me, and I, I, and he can go to court. And say, well, he was bigger than me. He rushed me. I was talking to this girl. I was afraid for my life. Now I'm yeah. dead and he gets off scot-free. Yeah. Mm. We think about all these things. Not yeah. again. There are dudes that are just trash hitting goes. Those dudes, they'll get dealt with. Mm-hmm. Either by other men, other by society, yeah. by the police. They get dealt with. But again. When you have a dude like that, especially if you're dating a dude like that, leave. I don't care how much he loves you. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much stuff he buys you. 
leave the first time he puts his uh be out because it gets worse well mr sean we don't have any more questions for you um but uh, this was a really really good show excellent um i think the knowledge that you provided was outstanding um sometimes women don't want to hear from other women but to get a man to come in and and talk about it and to be really really honest and you know break it down for us so we're greatly greatly appreciative of you for coming i want to have you on for some future shows let's do it Um, yeah definitely work together in the future this was very interesting i i enjoyed it and you know i think that um the way in which you get your message across is a lot different than a lot of the men in the space so i do oh, think yeah. that you know some women will likely well, I, i've, I've yeah, lived, so, lived longer and i've been through yeah. a lot more so but you make a lot of the same points but the way in which you articulate yourself mm-hmm. you know a lot yeah. of women would like a lot of the women listening likely will appreciate because that. i'm not so, angry again, anymore thank you. i don't have a chip <laughs> on my shoulder anymore and a lot of us black men we have a chip on our shoulder, whether it's from family or it's work. Um, and again, um, you know, it's not, men should not be putting their hands on women like that. But yeah. at the same time, women, you have to be able to recognize when to stop talking because not every man is raised like me or raised mm-hmm. like the good men down the street or the men of yesteryear right these younger cats they ain't no problem they ain't got no problem because the daddy's not around and it's what the moms are teaching them because the mom is teaching them if a chick hits you hit her ass back back. and handle her um because she shouldn't have put her hands on you in the first place there are mothers yeah 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 Yeah, the six-year-old that i was mentoring um years ago his mother told him to hit girls back so that's what he did Mm -hmm. i see a lot of women say that yeah, hit her back, stabbed her with a pencil. Damn. Six years old. Wow. Yes. Wow. Because his mama told her, she said, Well, my mama said, if anyone hits me, to hit them back. And I said, Well, what did your daddy say? Oh, my daddy's not around. I said, Where's your daddy? He's locked up. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, but yes, um, I'm, whenever you ladies need me, I'm here. I appreciate you for having me. Um, I, Thoroughly enjoyed the conversation because this is one I kind of felt strongly about. Um, and I wanted, I had so much to say. So I'm happy I kind of got to get it all out with you ladies. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming through, Mr. Sean. And we'll definitely be in touch because, you know, we're going to always need a a, a little expert come through (laughs) and and show (laughs) them what it's supposed to be. So I'm greatly appreciative of you. And um, thank you for coming through. Absolutely. Anytime you need me, just give me the word. Um, Sean, do you have a YouTube channel? And let me post. I am building it right now. It should just be uh, I am Sean Spencer, but got you. Yeah. Um, But you guys check out his website. Um, Mr. Sean is an author um, of the book Chin Up, Chest Out. Um, Yeah. Chin Up, Chest Mm -hmm. Out. And, uh, and that's the uh, emotional struggle of a young boy becoming a man. So you guys go to his website, check that out, purchase the book, because I'm sure y'all got some young men in y'all's lives that can use mm-hmm. it, especially to the women. Um, mm-hmm. So a huge shout out to you, Mr. Sean. We appreciate you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And also to add to that, I also have um, workbooks 
for mothers. So single mothers, if you okay. have young men, I have um, I've built these emotional intelligence workbooks so you can work with him with anger. You can get an idea of what he deals with anger, how he feels about his father, how he deals with school, how he deals with divorce, separation. So I have uh, e-books for that as well, just that's to kind cool. of help uh, single mothers. And I do coaching oh, for single cool. mothers as well. Excellent. We'll definitely, definitely check his back on and check yeah. out. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sean. All right, ladies. Have a good evening. A pleasure. You have a good week, evening as well. Thank you. Bye. Girl, that was good. Yeah, very interesting conversation. Um, it was very engaging, and I enjoyed that. We definitely have to have him back. I already have yeah. an idea. I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have to have him back. Well, shout out to everybody that came through and rock with us tonight. We greatly appreciate yeah. you guys. And I'm going to even do y'all one better because, you know, I won't read these damn super chats because I'll be like, uh-uh. Uh, shout out to Dane C. He said, hey, ladies, this is a nuance. On one hand, you have a situation where violence should be your last resort, but you shouldn't antagonize a tense situation. Um, thank you so much for that, Dane. Um, shout out to Kev C. He says, why are regular black men mandated responsibility to control violent and criminal men or risk serious injury or mm. and life for unattached women, Woo. not their job? Kev, I think the point that a okay. lot of women will say there are times where innocent things happen to innocent women that aren't doing anything that aren't bothering mm -hmm. anybody those that that innocent woman could very well be your mother or your sister or your daughter yeah. and those are things that you know we would tell people to be considerate of and to think about but yeah. not to say that we don't get what you guys are talking about because that's how my husband thinks i'm sure that's how uh concrete's husband um thinks yeah so I, I think uh, my husband absolutely is kind of like um he will be more on that wavelength but at the same time i don't know that if it was somebody that was completely innocent and my husband saw the thing from beginning to end that he wouldn't at least try to say something but i also think that there's this narrative being pushed around that i, I don't know that any of the men intervened but there is a video i didn't even play it of two guys that were there they actually work at the spot that she came out of and they are the ones that called the police they said they were coming from the gas station immediately after it happened and they're the ones who called the police who asked if she was okay wow. so people are saying that no black men even offered any help there's two guys they're standing in the same parking lot telling you know well we didn't they said she was arguing with somebody inside the club that she was arguing with a girl and that you know they walked to the gas station and when they came back out they saw the aftermath and they're the ones who called the police so that also needs to be publicized and i saw that video and for some reason it ain't getting a lot of play because it does not fit the narrative the narrative so, exactly yeah but i think people believe that black men should have a communal responsibility to black women and to be completely honest i think more black men would be willing to step in and at least try to intervene in situations where the person is there being antagonistic if there was a mutual respect for black men like it's not they feel like we don't we y'all don't even respect us why why you know that part that's a great point shout out to dane c he said this is a fire adult conversation child period 
Thank you, Dane. And shout out to Ebo Sosa. He says rejecting should be just that. It doesn't have to be emasculating. This situation with Brickface isn't the same as the one with Skeeter Mills. Poor child. He didn't call that lady Brickface. He I ain't seen Ebo in a minute, but no, yes, they calling her talking about Brick Lives Matter. Like black men, baby. I didn't think memes and everything. Come on. Oh God, BLM is the oh God. <laughs> Shout out to Mammies are dangerous. The presumption. She said the passport bro is biased against black oh, women. She was talking about Sean. She said this passport bro is oh. biased against black women. Um, you really thought that? I didn't think he was biased I at all. Think so. Maybe because of his choice that... in partner. Maybe because who he partnered with. You and know, saying he's dated you know, Latina women before. So I don't know. Because, um, you know, there's some women that they dating. Uh, never mind, child. Let me not. <laughs> Shout out to Trina B. She said, could the witnesses not taken down the man's license plate or snapped his pick? There is more than one way to assist. Um, yeah. Trina B, I'm going to tell you. So when it comes down to hood stuff and depending on who the guy was that hit this woman with a brick. Generally, if a man is ruthless enough to do certain things to a woman, most men are almost like, well, what the hell he'll do to me if he found out I snitched yeah. or if he found out I was the one to tell. And you know, mm -hmm. black men or black culture pushes a no snitch um, policy sure. probably more than people in fucking jail. The uh, mm -hmm. regular civilians push a no snitching culture more than anybody. So- I don't know. That's a good point, though. But also, too, what about, like, someone else that was a psychologist that I saw her video, like, are men not allowed to have a fight-or-flight response? She said, no. like, a lot of men might have froze. Like, a lot of men, like, you know, and that's not uncommon because I've seen, there was a woman that got raped on the train. Like, there is... Yeah, I was gonna bring that, that up, too. Yeah. And they say, like, they're also, another thing is they're expecting other people to jump in or step in and people will freeze in these moments where there's a public display of violence against a person so that's, that's but we want to call our men we would like to call our men cowards because they don't have this communal communal response to us when we're in danger or yeah. we feel even in situations where we put ourselves we are still looking for men to come to the rescue Mm -hmm. Them fucking days are over. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's done. Um, so you know, prevention is the cure. Like, mm -hmm. don't put yourself in a situation to a to where a man would have to defend you. Um, for the most part, then as it pertains to, um, it not being situations where the woman is being antagonist, and I'm so glad he spoke on that. But things that are going on inside of the home, it's usually um, boys end up being at home, raised by a single mother and don't have the proper responses to things, don't mm -hmm. know how to handle stuff as a man um, and go based off of his mom's emotions. And that's yeah. been proven time and time again. The prison is full with uh, children with men who came from single mom households. So I think that's a big thing yeah. to be considered. And yeah. 
A lot of people struggle with their emotional development. Men aren't even encouraged to have feelings, to feel things. You're a, you're a boy, suck it up. You know, you know, you're not supposed to cry when you fall. Like literally we stunt our young boys' emotional development and we never talk about that. But then we no, wonder why we, we have never so talk many about men. It. Yeah, that, that lack emotional intelligence or have low emotional intelligence. Part of that is our fault. As a, as a society, we tell boys that they're not allowed to cry and feel and that's partly our fault. Uh, shout out to Community Hyena, Communita Hyena, excuse me, lady. She said, it's our fault their sons and bedmates are offing them. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Shout out to Big J Triple X. Oh, Big J is so good to see you. I, I can you play it. It's literally like, like one minute. You want me to play it? Yeah, play. Um, I'm going to read this uh, and then okay. you play it. Shout out to Big J. He said, where's the video of the men who helped her? And um, she's going to play it for us right now. But thank you guys really? so much for the super chats. We appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank y'all. Girl, um, she was sitting right there. Bro. She, was, right, she was literally right there, bro. See what I'm saying? And we like, coming from the gas station. We just came there. from the gas station, right? And she was talking about, she got hit with a brick. You know what I yeah, mean? And then we was asking. So we just like, we what just what happened, do, bro? Who just hit you with a brick? She's talking about a guy in a suit. Off. You know what I mean? But we saw the guy earlier though. We, we never knew he was a bad guy though. You know what I mean? We saw the guy earlier, like we working and stuff like that. So that was around here and stuff like that. That was moving and stuff like that with the girl before she got hit with the brick, you know? So um, what happened, we just don't know what happened. I think they had like a argument or something like that. She, we just don't know. Before you know? she was trying to fight with another Yeah, she was trying to fight with another girl right there before she got hit with a brick, you know what I mean? She was trying to fight, you know what I mean? So uh, what happened is, we were just out here, we was chilling and stuff like that. We went in the gas station. Right after we came back outside, she was literally, she was right there talking about, I got here with the brick, you know? And uh, we was trying to help her, that's what we was trying to do. You see what I'm saying? We was trying to help her. I called the police and stuff like that. They pulled up, I talked to them. I know they got the video. The police got the video. Yeah, we can, we can pull out the video. I was talking just, to the police. She was behind me, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. And that should be shared because people are pushing this agenda that no black men did anything. And, and they weren't there when it happened. But in the aftermath, they said they asked her if she was OK. They asked her what happened. They're the ones that called the police. They gave statements to the police. So like that needs to like credit should be given for that because you know, that is like people are saying that nothing was done, even in the aftermath. No one came to her aid. And that's allegedly that's not true. These guys say that they did offer aid to her. And I believe them. They're in the same parking lot telling play by play of what happened in the aftermath. I have a final question for you. When these ladies get down in the comments and talk about victim blaming. What are you what are your thoughts on that? Because you know what's um, gonna come up. Um, everybody wants to blame the victim as opposed to holding that black man accountable. What what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, we did not at all victim blame. I think we were fleshing out the the situation and, and the facts surrounding the situation. We were having a conversation, uh, a, a generalized conversation about 
you know, black men's involvement when black women are attacked. Um, there was no victim blaming on our end. No one here even um, even contends that she deserved what happened to her. Um, I'm sure that's what will happen because women don't even like women discussing um, these things in detail. We're literally just supposed to, you know, stand up in support of her, which I do support her. I know she has a GoFundMe and like, like I, I, you know, allegedly she won't be able to work for some time because she doesn't have PTO. Like, I don't have a problem with what she's doing to ensure that she can still eat. Um, we are just fleshing out the situation surrounding what happened to her. Did you hear about the multiple GoFundMe uh, uh, pages that's been set up over the last few years? Uh, I did. Uh, they talked about that on Rogers yesterday. I didn't see the initial GoFundMe and I searched her TikTok all the way down and I've searched her IG and I didn't see that, but I could have missed it. I didn't click on every single video. Um, this woman, she's very interesting. She is a free spirit is what I would refer to her as. She does like to twerk and show her shape and show her natural behind. Um, but, um, you know, she's just a free spirit. Uh, she, I've looked down her entire timeline. I saw her advocating for black men in some instances. I saw her advocating for black women in some instances. Um, I, I saw her page is kind of a smorgasbord of things. Um, I didn't conclude that she, you know, hates black people and, you know, or anything like that. I do think she has some feminist ideologies based on what I saw. Yeah. Um, I think that, I don't know, um, because I think that those movements are starting to get even more dangerous. And if people are able to recognize you out in the street and, you know, just be careful. Be careful. Um, if you're not comfortable with carrying a gun, go get you a blade. Go get you a knife. Carry something with you. Go get you some pepper spray. Get you uh yeah, bear mace. That bear uh bear mace, like it's stronger. They and they have some like I've seen other women that were promoting this stuff on TikTok. They have some that's even stronger than that. So, like literally, you know, you can easily find some type of um something to defend or protect yourself from from attacks. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said, notice that she never mentioned these two fellas at all. And she did not. Um, I haven't seen anything where she mentioned them at um at all. I've been trying to watch a lot of the footage on her, but yeah, we didn't I didn't see anything where she mentioned it because it, the narrative to be pushed was these black men don't ever do anything. Um with the clip that I saw. I think it was on MTR's channel. I was watching his channel mm -hmm. and he had gathered up um, the GoFundMe stuff. And it seemed like she had been in similar situations where she's been the antagonist and somebody mm -hmm. hauled off and hit her ass. And then she set up another GoFundMe. Oh. Um, another thing is, is the clout chasing. It's not us wanting to, I'm definitely not me wanting to get off into victim blaming, but making sure that you're straight before running to social media and just making sure that you're good before you run a social media, yeah. making sure that you're calling the authorities and being able mm -hmm. to tell your story and being able to outline everything that happened to you so that this won't happen to another uh, woman. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
Um, shout out to Ebo Sosa. Thank you so much. He said, maybe the brick was used to protect the girl the Somalian was fighting. It's possible. Like, you know, I know some men that you ain't going to fight their woman and get the best of her. So, like, if she indeed was fighting a Somalian woman and these, this is the second um, time, second uh, video that I've seen of someone saying that she was involved in some sort of altercation, which, you know, I don't know the, the, to what extent and if that deserves her being hit in the head with a brick, but that could be a reason as to why they were saying get off her. I don't know. She's um, a very shapely girl, but she's a, you know, bigger, thicker girl, probably around 200 pounds. She's, you know, she's real thick. Mm -mm. This man said black women need to invest in muzzles. I'm done. Oh. I am Will done. Smith, the same Will Smith that slapped uh, Chris. <laughs> I, I bet you do believe that. <laughs> well, a shout out to everybody that came through, girl. This is good. Uh, hit the yeah. like button if y'all hadn't hit the like button. Please. Subscribe, share this video. This is a shareable one, so share it, share it, share it, and we'll see y'all later. On the next one, y'all stay safe. We're out. Peace.